Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Roll Better Podcast. You are here with Barry Gingell, John Parrish and Cy Davies. Cy Davies, I hear you cry. What the flip? Secret 30k geek, got Golden Demon award winning painter. What the hell's happening here, people? How, uh, how much are we paying for this one? We have with us, as I take my shoes off, as far as I'm concerned, a 30k celebrity. Um... For yes, dear listeners, we will be list- We will be basically doing a thirty k episode, um, which you've never done before. Um, please don't take the fact that Matt and Dan are here for them not caring about heresy. I think they, uh, Matt, I think is can be triggered. Dan is interested in getting out his Iron Warriors again, but um, the reason the three of us are on, as you may have seen on our page is we three went to the Horus Heresy Open Day. I've carefully worded that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't say... Can't say Weekender. That Weekender, because that pile of wank wasn't a Weekender. (laughs) Um, No, no, I enjoyed it. Come on. But, um... Yes, we thought we'd do a 30k roundup. Uh, And who better than... Sai. So, I've only just learned that Sai has not ever been on a podcast before. And he's here right now in John's flat, um, waiting for Nando's to appear. Just classic roll better. <laughs> got got food rolls out first. Yeah. So, Simon, if we could just uh, just a tiny little bit of your credentials. But before, if this is the most downloaded episode, it's because of him. Yeah. Because hashtag thirty k yeah. hashtag hard for heresy. <laughs> um, so thank you for coming, mate, and being on the cast and all that sort of stuff. Um, but just for our, our rollers who maybe are guild ballers or whatever and don't 30k it, how long have you been games worshipping? Um, probably about 10 years now. 10 years? Uh, yeah. Started when my knees gave in, couldn't play football anymore. Oh yeah, so we should say he was one of them. Yeah, he was too cool for us. Yeah. <laughs> I still am. <laughs> <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> But he's not wrong. He's not, he's not wrong. Really. Played 40k with you lot for a bit. Yeah. Back at the Gamers Guild prior to the Spartans. Was sick of getting my shit pushed in. Um, well, if you won't read the rules. I can't learn rules. <laughs> I just pester you to tell me what they do. <laughs> um, and I don't know, I just it just got a bit stale a bit quickly. Mm. And then read the Dark Angels Horror Seriously book. Out of sequence because I was playing Dark Angels. Is, was that Descent of Angels, or was that Calabat something? I think yeah, Descent of Angels. Then it's Fallen Angels. I think the second one. I get confused and, in the order. And I thought it was terrible. <laughs> and I was I didn't understand what was going on at all. Uh, and then I don't know. I think because we we went up to Warmer World, didn't we? We bumped into Matt Murphy Ken. Well, so yeah, that was our first official Spartan club trip and it was me it was you it was Mark and it was Matt and it was like hey here was the go and it was like this is a new club and I don't think people really know like know anyone so we went up and we didn't really know each other and it was like quite a a fun hey let's let's be pals and <laughs> yeah and as you say we we played a game it was my Iron Hands versus your Salamanders I think no was it? Dark Angels my Dark Angels Dark Angels okay and yeah, that was the, the legend, I'm sure we've spoken about it on the podcast, where, yeah, like, we're playing, and then 
these two guys rock up. Well, you're after you. You tell it. You tell it. You tell it. Well, if you, you remember it, you're the storyteller. But yeah, well, I talk too much. So after you. So we ended up not getting much of our game in. <laughs> Zero. Because we were just staring at these new Night Lancer that had just come out. Yeah, yeah. It, the Forge Road Night Lancer in a lovely House Hawk Shroud scheme. Mm. And Matt Kane had his Sons of Horus. Mm. But the functionally, the studio Sons of Horus. Yeah. And... We were just dribbling yeah, over it, that. Because at the time, I don't think we kind of knew... This was on the day before the event, wasn't it? Or was it the day after? No, it was the day after. So we talked to him the day off. So we talked to him in the day and had a lovely chat with him and he was telling us all the painting techniques and stuff. And then suddenly, the guy who's like invented the Legion colour schemes is there with an entire army painted to the best standard that you can get and like he was he's a Forge World celebrity as far as I'm concerned a Games Workshop celebrity and yeah so we just didn't play our game and we just looked at their game and went oh my god that's so beautiful so pretty <laughs> yeah I think Mark and Matt were getting a little bit they weren't too fussed were they they just wanted to, to yeah Mark and Matt were like we don't give a fuck and they were just doing their thing and me and Si just like so pretty <laughs> and then by the end of it, we basically spent the entire day there. They were kicking everybody out. And Matt was just like, oh no, stay here, I'll go and get some more stuff. Yeah. And just went we, upstairs. We had a 30k lock-in. Spectacular. He basically I just brought out... I think, I, I think yeah, I've heard before. Yeah. He just brought out trays of all of his studio painted. Yeah, so he went up to the, the studio, as was, it was... It's a bit different now than it was then, wasn't it? The, the, rather than the gallery thing they have now, it was a much smaller thing. And he went and said, hey, have you got the keys? It was like, yeah. And it was, he just went up and got it all. Just got all of the best 30k stuff. And it was just when the Raven Guard Contemptor was out. And he was like, oh, I'm trying this tribal pattern thing. And da, da, da. we were like, oh, yeah, okay, that might be okay. Okay, yeah, thanks for letting us <laughs> look at the toys. But like, yeah, they were throwing people out. And he was like, no, not these guys. They're all right. We're like, yeah, yeah, we're all right. We're all right. 30k, lock it, brave. I mean, I, I didn't know who he was until, and then it was like afterwards, we were like, we were just, like schoolgirls, like yeah. Afterwards, and yeah, like put a tiny goo- little goo- backpack on me. I was done, and then that was it. I was looking at the Alpha Legion color scheme that he did, yeah. and I was like, I want to learn how to paint that blue. Started my Alpha Legion, doing it from his. He had a we- he had like a a website like a, a mini painting website thing with just tips and stuff on. It doesn't exist anymore, so I tried doing it myself. It wasn't great to begin with. Mm. Yeah, so that was it. Alpha Legion. Back Wait. in 2015, I think I started that. Mm. Was that, yeah, because the club's been going, what, like eight years now or whatever, something. Maybe. It's maybe a little bit longer than that. Maybe. Ridiculous to think about that, isn't it? No, but, probably about eight years. Yeah. But no, we were in on, we were in on Heresy. I mean, my, that book dropped. I bought Mark V's coming out my eyeballs I just went Mark 5 Iron Hand crazy but I know that was yeah that was fun that was good so you've been painting a long time and then you just upped your game like you went on a one of the painting courses that was so Matt ran it but it was with MKA wasn't it it was MKA so that was Matt Murphy Kane that was 
Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol from now the Cult of Paint. And Henry Steele. And Henry, yeah. And I, I couldn't go at that time because as I remember, that was... But well, I don't mind saying it was when Nick was going through cancer stuff, so it was like I couldn't go to play toys with my hobby boyfriends, as Tom Sargent likes to say. We'll give them a shout out in a minute. Um, but yes, yeah, so I missed out on that. But you came back and you were just like, it's like that scene in Bill and Ted where they're on and like, we'll be back in a minute, like audience, and they get into the phone box and then they come back with the beards so and they're like, we've done six months hard training, and it's like. Did a look, I'll give up a roll to you. That's what it was. You upped your game quick, son. Well, I think that's credit to the courses. Like, they were so good. Yeah. I mean, we even got John along one. Yeah. I've been to more than one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, the NMM one was wasted on me. That yeah. was, that was, out of all of them, that was the least productive moving forward. Yeah. Because it was so... You couldn't just learn that in a weekend. You had to graft afterwards. Oh, no, I, I fucked that one right up. But the tank one I enjoyed. The first one I did, I, I really enjoyed it. And I've got to say that I only did the one at this one. I do intend, like, now things are getting far more back to normal. I'm sh- I'm really hoping. And we've got so many new more, sorry, so many more members who have not had anything to do with this. So many people have joined the hobby. And with 30k interest... If we could do that tank course again, because while I know it's not maybe as exciting as the Hero one or whatever, the basics that I think you get from that course are fantastic. I mean, for me, there's no question that the Rhino I did on that course is the best model I've ever painted. Hands down. Hmm. All because of Matt's tuition. Fact. Um, The thing is, I was using the airbrush already for like... Yeah, me too. And it was the techniques that you told you there weren't anything you hadn't already seen online but it was the process of do it in this order do it in this way and all of a sudden it just clicks and it's yeah man but it's funny isn't it how to talk about it now anyone that's joined the hobby in say the last couple of years will go well it's all online or I can do Patreons and all this sort of stuff and I can just get someone in my living room functioning through my computer to talk to me but it wasn't that wasn't a thing then it's not that long ago, but things have moved so quickly, I would argue, in that in that regard. I know Matt was always reluctant to go down that route at the time as well, because he preferred doing it in person. I know Cult of Pain have done Patreons as now, but again, I guess COVID kind of forced their hand a bit, didn't it? Mm. So a lot of them that weren't necessarily going to do that have. I would recommend painting courses to anybody. Absolutely. And it, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but everyone always goes, look, whatever level you are, da, da, da. Yeah, there's always going to be someone on that course who is fucking brilliant and probably shouldn't be there and they're just there to be like, look how big my dick is. But there's going to be people there at the same level as you that are just like, how do I do this? <laughs> when I went, I bought the airbrush before I went into the event. Yeah. So I was learning how to use an airbrush on day one yeah. not painting on day one I was learning how to use an airbrush well I think one of Matt's mates Minty was opening his airbrush and compressor on the morning of his yeah yeah, yeah. no that was because you went to you went to one with Mark just you two first you then encouraged us all to go to one and then the second tank course that we went on you painted you know when he, you've got the three different types you've got the light the dark or the metal yeah, yeah. you painted the opposite one to what you'd done and I sat with it was me Dyson and his yellow Apron and that was so funny. That was oh fucking hilarious! He was pissing off so many people. <laughs> that Dyson in a yellow apron. <laughs> he decided to bring not some like chicken apron or something. Wasn't it from 
um, that program Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. So homeless Ace Ventura was wearing an apron <laughs> to keep the paint off of his homeless Ace Ventura outfit. He was brilliant. Incredible he, was sat, he was sat there just talking about all the heresy books and spoiling them for everybody that was sat around <laughs> it was it was it was fantastic but it was all of us were up there and that was the second one that you'd gone on so I, yeah that was the infantry course that me and Mark were doing that, that was it you were on the other table doing something else and then there was all of us doing the tank course and it was yeah it was and like I said I learned how to use an airbrush on that the first weekend I, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well was that the one where you stayed in the Airbnb in a murderer's loft no, it was a no. Different, right. different occasion. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, that was Pete Davy was there as well, wasn't it? It was Pete yeah. Davy, me. Whose blood Blackson. angels are, are just looking lovely. He, like Pete Davy, I would say, I don't think he'd mind me saying, I don't think he listens to this anyway, but he's one of those guys that was fine, did the paint course, look at what it did for him. Mm. He's run, those techniques that he learned there, he's just run with and just keeps replicating on every model he's painted since. Same as Mark. Yeah. I mean, Mark was just doing his Blood Angels, like, literally red. red. That's it. And then, yeah. No, Mark's painting went... Oh, unquestionably. Like, um, yeah. Through the roof. If you can get on a painting course, do it. And hopefully, you know, I think it's fair to say that even without COVID, we, you'd got off the boil, Si, and like Mark has, and I had, and John's had, you know, there were, you know, we'd gone Gilball pretty much all the way and then obviously I got killed in COVID and da, da. but I think the reason we're doing this recording right now is that we are hashtag hard for heresy or at least would you accept it, turgid just, just a little bit of like a little bit of something to look forward to yeah look, look in the in the way that Holly is at the moment there's nothing that you go oh I'm looking forward to that mm. there's no 40k release there's no fantasy release there's no other game that's really got you going. You're, you guys are playing Bushido, fine, but like, are you really excited for a new release? Like, you might uh, be excited if like one or two models comes out, but this is a new addition to a game that you're actually excited to play. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And and it is a li- and there's enough new stuff in this game, in this edition. Forgive me, that's got me excited, which we'll which we'll come on to. But um, you know, I've been I've been I'm in. Um, I've been listening to, to give him a shout out, the Merchant Princeling podcast with Tom Sargent and Will and Giles. I don't know Will and Giles. I'm sure I've met Giles at a Spartan Axe. Yeah, you would have done. Yeah. Um, and Will was there. Yeah, I just can't. I Giles, don't know. Giles was painting Ultramarines at the painting course we held at the Spartan right, as well. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, so I'm really interested to like get those guys down and, and get them playing again and with us and do the Spartan Axe because not being funny every, every episode I've only listened to five episodes so far of those five episodes they have mentioned Sai five times <laughs> uh, they have mentioned how bad no, how good the Spartan Axe event that Sai runs is and mentioned how you take your life in your own fucking hands every time you enter the Spartans clubhouse <laughs> and I want to ta- attack them back but they're right they're right <laughs> There's, there's no real way around that. Well, I've got a few... Since we're talking about this... <laughs> I just wanted to... Episode one, Tom. I do not have a sink in my hobby room. <laughs> uh, uh, episode two. There has been no official recorded death of any of the following diseases, emergency situations, at or after a Spartan Axe event. 
diphtheria, pneumonia, asbestos poisoning, electrical fire, death by barbecue. <laughs> now, admittedly, Dyson did set the barbecue alive. Yeah, I was going to say, on the second spot next, that was very close. <laughs> there was electrical fire as well. Yeah. <laughs> but let's 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 skip over. Let's just skip over it. Let's let's go over. Nobody died. <laughs> so and to counter Tom's points, yeah. and uh, obviously once you've bought the ticket, uh, you there's a legal binding contract that says that you cannot sue or anything once you've stepped over the threshold. <laughs> that is just part of the danger. Yeah. I mean, it is Nurgling's armpit. I mean, to be fair, we have got a new roof, which. Broke leaks more within the original. Correct. That's, that's ten true. grand well spent. Is he coming back to fix that? I think he's fixed it three times. <laughs> <laughs> but is he just shit at his job? I don't. What? Well, he's the lad that we used to play football with. He's been to prison twice. I don't know. You. <laughs> <laughs> he's a lovely lad, in a way. I wonder if you got there how much tarpaulin's actually up there. I think it's something to do with underneath the pitched roof that they were fixing, there's a flat roof that basically there is a leak getting to that flat roof that no one knows where it's coming from. And it might be coming from the pitch roof on the other side where it's what the water oh, right, off fine, fine. and coming through. So they fixed the roof on this side, but in doing so fine, they've made it worse it. elsewhere. And they basically trying to Retrofit. Yeah, you've got problem solved something that old, you're screwed anyway now. So, what did they say in episode four? Um, well, episode three, Tom claimed I shouted at him in a teacher voice, and I'd just like to say I didn't shout, I just raised my voice. <laughs> he, was dis- he wasn't mad at you, Tom, he was disappointed. Well, and I didn't take the burger off you, I simply resupplied it to someone who knew how to queue properly. <laughs> Oh yeah, he went hard at you for like take getting a burger. And then he's like, "But I got a burger. It's fucking cold." Um, and Will, hey, I was doing a delivery under those. No one got a cold burger. Uh, Will that impression of me in episode four? You made me sound like a scaffolder, and I'm not from London, as you can quite clearly tell by my voice. Oh, I got a mention in episode four and a half. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Love a mention. Um, oh, hello. Cheeky Nando's. BRB. We are back once again for the Renegade Master Beatboy Damager with the ill behaviour. <laughs> Cheeky Nando's has been had. Uh, gentlemen, that it paused. Back up. We're alright, well spotted John. It was quite a cheeky one, I'm not going to lie. I had the wing roulette. Likewise. Side wing roulette. John, what did you go for? Double chicken wrap with four chicken thighs. Nice. Just a little cheeky nados. I don't feel we went full crazy, so we're not as heavy as we usually are post lunch. Correct. Slash dinner. That is my second dinner. Just two dinners, sorry. Two dinners daily. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> so, back to it. Um, now we've. <laughs> now we've. Got it, got it. <laughs> Now we've spoken about some bits and mobs. Shall we talk about what brings <laughs> us here today? Uh, apart the, from Nando's. Apart from Nando's. Was the Heresy Open Day. Now, that popped up on the old radar, and I was straight onto the old Facebook messengers, being like, who wants to go? Because traditionally, it was us three, and sometimes Mark, went to the weekenders. Correct. Um, 
and we loved them. I had such a great time. And I wish I'd integrated a bit more into the community that is there. Sometimes it can feel a little bit cliquey, if I'm honest. But then I look back and go, was it? And it was just... I don't normally have a problem like busting, in, busting it up and going, hey, be my friend. But I don't know, it felt always felt a bit different there. I don't know, like I was with you guys, it felt... I don't know, but look, if there was one tomorrow, I'd be going up to all the randos and be like, hi, rando, let's talk heresy. I'm going to absolutely get get involved. I think the heresy scene, though, bear in mind, I haven't done any 4K events or anything. You know I can be a little bit hesitant to... Uh, well, you, you've only been out and proud for... When did you get married? Seven years ago. Because it wasn't, wasn't it you got outed at your wedding? Yeah. Because you, <laughs> let, let's be honest, just to, for context, there was a day when you were playing at the back of the hall by the fire exit on a Sunday and one of the football lads came by to pick something up and he walked in the hall and you straight up swan dived out of that fucking fire exit <laughs> into the nettles rather than have one of your football guys see you. I was just checking the health and safety of the fireworks, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> so, you know, you've come a long way, hence the secret 30k geek. You're now fully, like, waving the flag. <laughs> Within certain circles, yeah. Yeah, sure. So, if there was an event tomorrow, that I, I had an army, because that's my intent, I'm off in July, so I really am going to really try and focus down and get a force done. Um, it dep- that's, depends when the box is coming I'm sort of gambling that the box will be with us by then well, we'll get to that we'll get to that so um, the weekend I messaged you guys you were like yeah listen didn't think it would be as hard to get tickets as it was so I haven't even found a pals house at the time when they dropped and I got no tickets zero my wife Nicola got two tickets <laughs> And my friend MJ got one ticket. I got zero. Definitely. Um, but it like dropped and it instantly broke and was unavailable. But you kept refreshing. And then you were messaging, I think we eventually go, guys, I think they're gone. And then, but I persevered. And everyone just took to Twitter going, fuck, they sold out already. This is ridiculous. If they had not done that and just got back on the old Eventbrite and kept refreshing, I think they'd have got it. As it turned out, you didn't need a ticket. <laughs> no. As it turned out, no one gave a fuck. I think people who'd queued to go in the front door, they were checked. I, I don't think. I've heard that they weren't, but I don't know. We did not go in the front door, we were very much back door. More of a side. So, yeah, more of a side. So, we, we went up there, stayed in a delightful hotel, I'd like to say. Bit of a gem, I think. Terrifying, but a gem. That's the fifth roughest area of Nottingham. Uh, that's what Google said. Um, it, I'll be honest, spectacular. So, we had to play the Crystal Maze to get into the fucking building. It was an unmanned hotel. Um, so on the day, I got emailed a code <laughs> to get us in the front door. Each room, which we were assigned, had a key safe. And we had our own code. You got your key, and then there was another code to get into the actual hotel from the lobby. You didn't see another person. It was weird. They had 
Summer Fruits Flavoured Oasis in the vending machine. I was loving it. And across the street, a curry house. Which, let's be honest, we've been waiting to have since December the 8th. We've been trying to have a curry since your fake birthday. Yeah. That fateful night. Oh, sweet Mary Mother of God. I I didn't know someone could be that drunk without dying. <laughs> <laughs> you were fucked. Yes. How much... When did you stop remembering? Tequilas. Don't remember. Do you remember tequila? No, I can't exactly. drink tequila. Exactly. That's probably why I was ill then. I can't drink tequila. I would have. Oh, mate. Anybody would have been for- ill with that tray of tequila. They were forcing that shit down you, your northern friends. And I am going to call them. I am going to call them out. That was fucking awful. They're never going to listen to this. It's no. There, there was one moment where there was two trays being walked into where everyone was dancing. And I remember your mate turning around at the bar, and I said, "Oh, do you want to carry?" He was like, "No, that's right. This one's size." And they bought a tray of tequila with about eight shots on it, and that was for them. And apparently, you were doing one for one for whatever they were doing. So he gave you a tray. That's when we didn't see you until you were sat on that chair. Throwing up. Well, that makes sense. That's probably the tip. And then, I mean, we're not here to talk about you getting drunk. We're not here to talk about getting you in a car. We're not here to talk about your drunk mate trying to pull you out and break your legs. We're not talking about me and John pulling you from the car at 1.30 in the morning outside your house, dropping you on the road. We're not talking about how somehow we managed to pick up your dead weight and carry you inside your house and throw you on your sofa. Miss. So we just got your top half on, but your legs were off, and there was nothing we can do. And <laughs> literally, we literally threw you on the puff that you next to your sofa and went, ah, oh, that's all job done. He's safe. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about how your wife had to ring, yeah, was it 112 or 111? A couple of times in the night because you were throwing up on comatose. We're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> It was bonkers, man. You were fucked, and I was scared for you. But I, you... I didn't get over that till about Thursday. I remember you texting in the group. I remember on the Monday bit, and you'd been like, I still don't feel right. <laughs> I couldn't ring in sick because everyone from work was there. So, anyway, moving on. We digress. We were, meant to go for, we were meant to go for a curry that day. It was a secret surprise birthday. You didn't go. We finally went in the fifth roughest area of Nottingham in a very cheap. But I thought, nice hotel. Um, I just would stay there again. Yeah, agree. Go rock up in the morning, already a bit of a queue, and we park, as it turns out, a serendipity would have it, by the side door. Like a fraction to the left, as you look at it, of the balcony in Bugman's. And we're queuing. There was a kid in front of us who was on his own, if you remember. And then a bunch of guys come up to him to like talk to him. And I'm like, you ain't fucking pushing in this queue, son. But they did. And, because um, what was I going to do? <laughs> and uh, I remember them talking. They said, oh, should we, like, we've got some people there. We can move or something. And he went, no, no, I'm here deliberately. So last time there was an event, they opened the side doors first. And we all got in. And it was like, really? Is this, could he be, could he, could he be right? Yes, he was. Side doors open and we piled in like lunatics. Which we were talking to Josh and Tonka. Is that Omegon Edge? Yeah. What a lovely fellow. Delightful. 
the happiest man in heresy. Um, and also loudest? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With the best girliest scream of excitement. Yeah, man. Oh, time. proper anime feels. Yeah. Love him. And we were talking anime about excitement. If he runs, he Naruto runs. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine that. And I don't know what that is. And <laughs> yeah, we were talking to him. The doors opened, and we just left ran it. In. Yeah, sorry. Like nice to meet you. And bye. Ran up, got the got the table sorted, got the drink sorted, got you had the breakfast. I'm not really a breakfast guy. Gotta say, menu in Bugman's is a shame. It's changed completely over lockdown. They haven't got the twelve inch. Um, what do you call it? Eclair. I've got photos on my phone of like the hot chocolate, how it used to be in this giant glass with whipped cream and um, um, flake and marshmallows. Marshmallows, the whole nine yards. You got an extra flake? It came in a fucking paper cup like a bitch. I was like, what is this about? Where's my glass? Where's my cream? Where's my flakes? What was the point? I still remember at the bar we were ordering. She was like, we're out of, was it cream? Yeah. We're out of cream. But I put another flake in. And then you looked at me and we both went, he'll know. <laughs> put it down within seconds. Where's my cream? <laughs> I was like, you've got an extra flake? Oh, but the, I think the menu's poor in there. It's a shame. Like, all the good stuff's gone, in my opinion. And, and it's named properly with the fake name underneath. So, like, breakfast, like, eggs and bacon. And then it's like, you know, dwarf breakfast. It's like, oh no, don't cater for the norms, cater for the fucking... Nerds. Yeah, man, it ain't the muggles place. I mean, it was heaving in there all day, wasn't oh, it? Oh, it was heaving, yeah. Well, I, the reason it was heaving in there was because there was nothing to fucking do in there. But we'll get on to that. <laughs> but... <laughs> so, we... Jo- so, do you remember we had a rando join us? We, we had did. a young rando who would... Well, yeah, I disappeared for two minutes and I've come back... And, and we've made, made a friend. Friends, yeah. yeah. As is I want. I can't remember the fella's name. Young fella. Can I go like a Ryan? It was something like that. Go with Ryan. And um, we was like, so, you know, what? how long have you played Heresy? He was like, oh, I haven't. And this is like, I'm brand new. Like, I'm, and I was like, I couldn't believe it. That someone was brand new had rocked up to this event just to learn about Heresy. And I thought that was, that was great. I was like already heartwarmed. Yeah. And he was going to paint the model. That was brilliant. Yep. I love um, the enthusiasm. Yeah. But yeah, and he, we saw him later on getting yeah. his book signed. He, he got he had a, a vintage white dwarf. I can't remember what number it was, but I was collecting before that. And he was like, yeah, I've got this really old white dwarf. And I remember saying, yeah, thanks very much. Steady on the old, son. And, um, but yeah, so we're waiting to get in. So it's now, what is it, like 9.20, 9.30. And we're like, right, we want to go in. And we're in Bugman's, for anyone that's been... There's the the big double doors, two sets of doors between Bugman's and like the gaming hall. So we went and sort of looked, and I saw people milling around, and I sort of I just no one had gone in, and I was like, well, I've, someone's got to be the the scout. So I went in and I asked, I said, right, what's what's going on, like, because we were worried that people were queuing up, and it was like, can we get in here? No, we were worried that the queue had gone well past where we were. We yeah. were going up to Bugman's and we were going to get told, right, go back down the stage, you come into, you yeah. had your breakfast, get to the back of the queue. So I said, do we have to queue back down there or can I come in here at 10? And they sort of looked around and then there was a manager guy and they, they asked him, and he went, no, you can come in here at 10. And it was like, well, great, thanks very much. So we went out, we chatted some more and we went near the doors and a few people congregated, weren't they? And then at, at 10 exactly, 
I sort of looked, I remember looking around and I was like, and I just went, I went through. Oh, it's gone in, it's gone in. Um, and that was it? That was it. Went in and it was like, are we allowed in? And they went, yeah. And I was like, thanks very much. Went up to the lady at the till at the shop. I said, hi, um, uh, what have you got exclusives? And she was like, well, we've got, what's his name, please? Because you're holding him now. Marduk Sedras, Lord of the 23rd Order, Horus Heresy exclusive, Dark Angels, First Legion. Perfect. So we got him. And she was like, there was Cabanda, which I actually think is a cool model, but I ain't paying 250 quid for a model I ain't going to use in an army. But it was 280, cool wasn't it? No, I thought it was 215. I thought it was more than that. I thought, we I can check Forge World. Put it this way, whatever it was, it was an extortionate price. It's a nice model, but it's not worth that much money. It, it felt that way to me. To be fair, if this one is Dark Angel's model, and I just picked it up and bought it as exclusive, if I'd have known it was £35... I wouldn't have bought it. I wouldn't have bought it. I'll be honest... Me too, and I'm a sucker for it, but I actually don't think that model's great. The pose, something's off on the pose on the scale, it just feels weird. There's too many of these Dark Angels ones with the pointing the sword down, like resting on it, like a walking stick. It's like, you're not a fucking shepherd. Like, <laughs> you know, you're supposed to be a badass Terminator. Like, why are you resting on your sword? And it's too busy. It's like the inner circle knights that I'm painting at the minute. They're just, there's too many bits on it. Uh, yeah, I'd. So I bought it, and I bought it with the excitement. And I was literally like the first person in the shop, and I was like, "What you got?" And they said that. But then they also had like the one of two Primaris Marines, and I was like, "Fine, I'll have them." And I was like, "Anything else?" And then she forgot to tell me that, and I didn't realise this till we'd left that there's actually a land speeder that you can only get up there. Oh yeah, the Metro. Yeah, but I was like, "What have you got? What can I only get in the shop?" And she didn't tell me about that. It was only the Primaris Marines and Commander and. The Dark Angel. So I bought the Dark Angel and I bought the Primaris, even though I've already got the one with the Storm Shield, but I do like converting, so he's got I can convert. I but, this is what I do. So as soon as I was like, that's all you've got for this weekend, because not weekender, Bruno. Get okay, open day. Yeah, open day. I was a bit like, oh, okay. Was there not some dwarves or hobbit stuff that went straight away? Yeah, there was, but it was that that's was more, that, that was the um, that's the store like Warhammer World exclusive. They only they only sell them up there. Right. Yeah, like I want, I should have bought them when I had them in hand. The ring bearers, all invincible ring bearers in clear resin, but I didn't. And then, but we'll buy them next time. But so that was like just from because I'm a bit part of my collect part of my hobby is buying shit. So I was disappointed that. And then so we bought that and we were primed and ready. We went in and looked at the figures in the case, which I, you know, the models in the case, which controversially, as we now know, had been leaked the night before. Yeah. And that fella's been, like, was taken off of the property. So he says. Yeah, so he says. You reckon you saw him though, right? No, I think I got my nerds mixed up. Different nerd. But he was, because he was kind of, he released that apology thing, didn't he? He was like, oh, I'm really sorry. But it was, like done my foot and like I sh- like they've been harsh. It was, you know, it was very clear cut with me. But he was felt he'd been treated unfairly, which is a shame. You know, poor fella. Because I think from what I understand, he's done lots of you know G Dub promoting or whatever, and loves the hobby. And then, but he, he's not in heresy though, is he? By all accounts, but he's a so here. so we should state for anyone that isn't across this at all that it felt like this open day. They were relying on these influencers, to use that term, I ain't influenced by them, to 
be the driving force. So I know it's not a weekender, but I thought there would be someone from the studio there to talk about rules. And I've heard on Facebooks that Andy Hall was floating around in the open gaming space. Potentially, we didn't see him when we were there for a while. But anyway, because I would have loved to have talked to someone about it. And I've heard people saying, oh, you shouldn't have expected all this and that because it was only a fiver and blah, blah, blah. But the first open day that we went to... Oh, incredible. There was seminars. The 40k one, yeah. Yeah, there was seminars. Reveals. Like, yeah. and it was, Phil so Kelly did a talk. I just assumed it would be something similar. I assume, yeah. So people that go, you shouldn't assume it. Well, when we've been to an open day before and it's literally the same... Uh, sorry, we, we, well, sorry, we would expect it to be literally the same. Why wouldn't it be? Why wouldn't they, if they're trying to promote this, go, let's throw all the fucking toys at it. We've got all these influencers here. Let's give them something to report on. Instead of giving them something to report on, it made it like they were like hashtag celebrity. It's like, I don't know where the fuck any of them were. Angel Heraldes was there on the Friday. I know him. And he'd gone. So he weren't about. And they had these influencers to sit in this on these tables to chat to people. Like as though you could go up and go, oh, hey, man, I'm a fan of yours. And it's like, it didn't work. There wasn't like a set time they were meant to be there. People didn't know who they were. People didn't know why they were there. Because they got 40k people, big 40k YouTubers, to then go, oh, 30k is cool, 30K is cool guys. Because they don't, they don't need this for us. Like, we're buying it, fucking whatever happens. This is to try and capture the newbies that have never played 30k or know about 30k. Because it was kind of inaccessible when it's like, hey, the books are out of print. Or they're 70 quid a book. Or they're going on eBay for fucking stupid money. So it's now trying to make it more accessible, which I get. But it's not for people like me. I'm buying this new edition no matter what. I think you are, Si. Mm-hmm. Don't know about you, John. I don't know if you're getting I'm not that. sure yet. I'll right. see. Yeah. I'm looking to... Oh, I want to paint... I've got enough stuff that I'll be able to paint anyway. I want yeah, to get course. back into painting something. Yeah. We'll see. But the bit that I found there was... All of the people that were invited... There was a cabinet with all the Primarchs where they'd been asked to paint the Primarchs. So the representation for 30k was there because they showcased all of the stuff that they had. But it was just a little glass cabinet in the corner of the room. It was a bit stuff. It's not as if... When you say, what did we assume would be there? More? More, Not not just... You don't have to say more 30k specific stuff, but there was just not a lot there. So you're going up to Warhammer World. There probably would have been more there on a weekend had they just taken down the hoarding that they put down. Yeah. They like segregated the hall into a smaller space by putting up hoarding, but just closed off more of the hall. Like it wasn't. It didn't achieve anything. I agree. It just made who it smaller. You, who were you partitioning it off for? There was no one else allowed in there allegedly, even though you could have got in because no one looked at your fucking ticket. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get what that was about. I'm assuming it was just to raise awareness because they were there, for, I think, from the Thursday maybe to the Sunday. The influence people were, yeah, they were there early doors because we saw the photos of, like, Angel, because I follow Angel and their elders. So he was posting up about stuff. And all the signage when we went in there that day as well. Do you remember when I was saying it had the, I can't remember the dates, was it 5th, 6th, 7th or something like that? Well, that's because they were doing online things. Yeah, Every but, day was reveals. But what I mean is the advert, you know, when they've got all the signs up to say it's recording, so if you don't want to be on the thing, you want to mention it. Right, right, right. It said that they were recording through the fifth, sixth. I'm sure right, fifth, sixth, something like that. And to to the point of the reveals, um, they had a big screen up, but you could barely see it and you couldn't hear it. So if you were watching at home, yeah. you knew what was coming out before we did. Yeah, you knew what was going on. We didn't know what was going on. There was no like, oh, it's on now. There was no, 
hey, look at the screen. There was no, let's turn the volume up. There was no, let's get involved. And they should have been like, not being funny, but they could have been filming us, nerds, watching that. And that would have been a good clip in my... I was looking around going, oh, I'm being filmed, because that would have been a good thing. But you couldn't hear it, so we didn't fucking watch it. Gogglebox. <laughs> oh, Gogglebox. He's on it. Hello. TM Gogglebox. <laughs> well played. Uh, I, I, I'm not mad at the stream because I think there's so many people frothing around the world for yeah. You know, I don't know. So I'm not mad at the stream at all. Um, I'm mad at that I couldn't hear it or really see it that well. Well, I, I did just liked the equivalent in the hall, basically with a few boxes, yeah. like empty boxes for all I care, so people couldn't look at the sprues or anything like that. Yeah. But just empty boxes of the plastic vinyl, empty boxes of you know whatever it is the the, the weapons and just so you could pick up. Well, they just had the box there that you could have a look at it. That, with a bit of, like, you know, this is what comes in it, mm. a bit of chat. Like, that's all it would have taken, mm. you know. And I get, just, so back on my point, I, I was just, I was thinking how cool would it be if those guys were, like, roaming around the hall looking at 30k fans, but it only takes one to go, oh, cunt, and then you're like, you're done. You can't legislate for what people will do live, so actually they can't do that sort of thing, I suppose. But, I don't know. It felt like a bit of a missed opportunity. Um, one thing I want to mention. Yeah. Uh, the cosplay. Yeah. After you. Well, there was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot, yeah. I heard uh, another chap called Lee Jagged on his YouTube channel called Heresy Hammers just started with Rob Murdwell and Paul. And he said that cosplay for him is a little bit like clowns are for other people. Okay. And I kind of get it. I kind of wow. get it. As much as they obviously look cool, they've put a lot of time and effort into it, I don't know, it's just something unnerving. <laughs> wow, okay. I think, okay, it's not my <laughs> cup of... It's, no, no, you, mate, you're entitled to it. It's not my cup of tea, but I don't get scared by them. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared, but I'm just like, it was... Unsettled. I just think it's a bit odd. The bit that I found weird was, if the event was larger, it would have been fine. But you could barely fit three Death Watch Marines in. But they were all stood outside in the car park for the entire day. Yeah, they uh, they came in. A lot of them couldn't get up the stairs, to be fair to them, because they were all like 15-inch stilts, but... Yeah. I guess I'm... So I, back it back in the day, because I've been obviously doing Comic-Con and toy fairs for years... And I remember the first time it seeped into that. And we were like, what What are you doing? But it's like anything new. Like, the first people that do it, you're like, that's new and different and weird, so I'm scared of it. But I guess I've been around it so long, and it's become such an integral part of Comic-Cons. Not, not just that. Like, I'm, I'm still standing by that there, so, there was more cosplayers than there were for the scale of the show. Yeah. Look at the games day when we went to that stadium. I can't remember where it was. It was like, not games day, it was like, I'm sure it was another open day where the Golden Demon was like the size of this room, the cabinet. Oh, all the way around. Coventry one. Coventry, oh, that's first. Yeah, what happened first? Like, yeah. That one had cosplay walking around it the whole day. But you hardly noticed it because it blended in because there was so much shit going on that yeah. you didn't notice the Tech Marina walk past. You didn't notice it because there was just so much stuff going on. The reason that it was so noticeable in this one it was because it was the only thing there. Yeah, Every true. time you walk around the corner, you're like, oh, that Dark Eldar, that's a whatever. A Dark game. Eldar? I, I would have, there wasn't a Dark Eldar, was there? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a witch. Then I missed it. I, th- I think you're right. I think it's just because 
There it was, was so tight. Everywhere. It and was, was the... nothing. And do you know what? It's probably because there wasn't that much to look at. It, yeah. was, it was the most dominant thing in the in the venue. Well, if you look at the the scale of what did we learn from the event, they gave us effectively there was what roughly twelve tables set up, three for the move phase, three for the shoot, three for the psychic, three for the combat phase. Yeah, that true. Was it. So and, we should a, a paint station. So we should say yeah. So the, it was set up with a paint like a big paint station, and us like the utter noobs that we are, we're like oh we don't need to paint their models. They were giving out fucking Mark Six Marines, and I didn't notice. No, I didn't either. I didn't. None of us did. It was like, oh, paint, okay, it's a painting table. And I should have gone, well, it's heresy. Well, obviously, be heresy. They'll give us models. I don't know how I didn't think of it. I'm such a buffoon. Well, I went and looked around when they had the Primaris one, because I managed to get yeah, but that, for them. Yeah, that was at the end of the day, because everyone had swiped, and there's people saying they'd swipe five or ten to get a squad. <laughs> And we didn't get one. That feels like that should have been like a goodie bag thing as you walked in. Like, here's your space marine. Why don't you go paint it? But as no one checked our tickets, there was no thing for goodie bag action. Um, so there were the painting tables. And then as John rightly says, there were the tables. And there were three tables that had... Three, ta- three tables per phase. Yeah. So we immediately went to table one. And there was a delightful person there dressed as, I think, a saint. Um, so like a Celestine. Yes. Yeah, sort of a a canon-esque type thing and they took us through movement now so we sat down and said hi they were hi and it was like right so can you teach us rules and it was like yeah but then they were like we got the rules half an hour before you walked in and we've only got this rule sheet which we have in front of us and throughout the 12 tables I think there were only four people that had a rule book but it was in a delightful knapsack man bag type thing that they were wearing around themselves. <clears throat> um, and they were told very much, do not get that out right now. So why have it? I don't really get it. But they did whip it out for us. But this first person didn't have one. So we sat down, and the f- we said, right, movement. Well, we know how to move. And then the first thing was, well, Marie- Marines move different now. Okay, that's interesting. And, then we- and there's a reaction phase. And we, me and John went, a reaction phase? And the game changed. Yeah. This is a game changer, in, in the literal sense of the word, and my little, my little heart pounded. Like that is interesting, and we read it, and we were like, this tactics, choices, decisions, excellent. And then it was clear to us it could be like, well, you know, if you've got this legion, could have this one. This is this. Oh, flavor, flavor, flavor. And then we looked, what are the reactions? And we went straight to the one, first one, which was moving. John and I saw the word directly. And I cried inside. And then we triggered. And then that's when Cy walked away, because he was like, you fucking knobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but again, we played for different reasons, and there's, <clears throat> as we discussed on the table, everyone that was there was really, really nice. I felt a little bit sorry for them because by the sounds of it, they'd been dumped the rules that morning. Oh. So they were trying to teach something that they'd only just read or they'd have like, they'd had like a mini brief on. Mm. So us asking questions based on how something was worded, we explained it to them. I'm not asking it because I want an answer from you. I just want I want to ask it so that it is there and it is out. Mm. Like and I think a lot of the people that were there, they were, trying, they were expecting us to try and want to be the ones that found the problem. I don't care about that. I just want... Someone's opinion on how they didn't want us to find any problems because the books yeah. were all printed and done. There was this wasn't like a playtest. They've been through that, and look, 
the, the, just for, I mean, we're not going to talk about this for long. It's not what the episode's about. But the sticky wicket for us, because if anyone could say, right, you're right or wrong, is under reactions with advance and with jaw, if I just read advance real quick, just the first bit, the reacting unit may move a number of inches up to its unmodified initiative characteristic directly towards the enemy unit that triggered this reaction, moving each model in the unit directly towards the enemy unit by the shortest available path. Um, fine. A little bit more, but it doesn't really matter. Um, this only really works. Right? In skirmish games, which we've been playing for the last few years, moving one model directly away or towards another model, easy. Because you go that model to that model. No, you can go centre point to centre Centre point, centre point, exactly. Now, this works if you sort of say, well, it doesn't even actually do that. But do you then assign the unit, because it does state the reacting unit may move a number of inches, and in withdraw, the reacting unit may move a number of inches up to its one characteristic directly away. But do you then assign a footprint around a unit and then move directly away from a centre point is it a nearest model? And then we well, demonstrated on the table with curving a unit around, the, a long yeah. unit. The awkward part with footprint, the only reason footprint came into it was because footprint used to be how, I mean, this is, goes back to fucking Warhammer Fantasy 8th edition. You were given a footprint when you had multiple units and units were of different sizes because you had the army tray, uh, like the army, uh, you were rank and file and not everything was square. So it wasn't easy to do a centre point. So you had the footprint and then you had the centre point of the footprint. That's the only way that you could define it. But because it's not rank and file and it's not got a set place where they need to be, yeah, you're all right. You've got to be within coherency, whatever. You can still chain a unit out. So where's mm. their footprint? Like, it was. It's just not worded very well. No, because we de- they we say that word directly and you're fine. Yeah, and we chatted with our first person who was very clear that they were. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I, we don't have the. I don't even have the rule book. I'm just here to try and teach you movement. I mean, that's not what they said, but it was very... I didn't want to harass that person. They were so nice, and yeah. that wasn't our intent. And we were like, oh, are the guy At this point, we didn't know that no one was here. We are like, where are the studio guys? And they were like, oh, there's no one from the studio here. And we were like, what? And then you sort of look around and go, well, there's a painting table. Well, I can do that anywhere. There's models that have already been spoiled. And then there's the tables of people that don't know how to play the game. Then our hopes kind of got lifted when then there's an open play area where they've got more scenarios you can go and look through. And effectively all it was was... You've got this little brochure here. The 12 tables collaborated together, printed out for you that you could try by yourself. Yeah. Uh, it was just like try a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And we had a little, you had a little roll around. And it's interesting because you've got, you know, stats for like the Spartan, um, stats for Marines, uh, tactical squad, you like move seven, all. Leadership 7, oh, and it was like, oh, they've balanced that. So this game has now been balanced around Marines. We had a little chat about, when we looked at Plasma, because this leaflet's actually wrong, because it had Plasma as rending, but we now understand that Plasma's probably going to be breaching, not rending, and there was a distinction between... One I thought thing. it was the other way around. I thought it's keeping rending because rending's working at how it is, but to do it to tanks, it needs to be breaching, I think it is. No, I think it's the other way round. Wait for it to get Yeah, finished. we'll see. Either way, we got a little cooked on that and that was wrong. But we had a lovely chat with... Well, we had three lovely chats. There was a guy, I've already forgot his name, but I messaged him. A guy called Adam, wasn't there? There was an Adam. Adam, I think, was the, the white dwarf photographer. That's the guy. And we chatted with him for like about an hour. 
Yeah. Just about everything. Really. Everything. What a lovely fella. Really. Back nice and guy, forth. Because yeah. at first, I think he thought we were like. Well, we were. He's not wrong. We came on a bit like. So, sorry, who did? All right, me. I'm a cunt. Fine. I will absolutely take that. Um, so during this point, and the other chat with James, the yeah. dad, I was having to take myself away for a little walk. Because you were you were eye rolling us. That's fine. I'll take it. Well, I'm I just like, mind. well, I don't care. I just. I get that. Like I just. Number one, I don't like learning new rules. Yeah. yeah. So you'll wait for us to learn it to teach it to exactly. you. Exactly. 100%. But um, again, I use that as an example because I want to teach you right, which is why we need clarity in the way that they're written. And that's been our argument. So people do come at us as like, oh, your rules are you're awful, you're what breaks the game or whatever. And in the heresy scene, that is very much a no-no, which I understand. But exactly as John says, and we've had this discussion in the Bushido stuff that we've been entering into, we all need to be playing the same game. And the only way you play the same game is by understanding the rules. Because if you look at it and go, oh, I obvious, that obviously means X, and the guy next to you goes, that obviously means Y, you won't play in the same game. I think that happens anyway. Yeah, but nine times, if it's... The clearer the rule set, the more obvious the person trying to game it is later on. So the person that's reading it incorrectly for their benefit, it's more obvious if it's clearer to start. That's how that's how it is. Yeah, I would agree. There's no two ways about it. Like if you have a clear set of rules and everyone understands them, the person that is trying to read it in a different light to gain a gaming edge or a competitive advantage from it, they look like the idiot because you go, "That's not what that says." And they go, but "If you read it in this way, then that guy looks like the arsehole." Instead of going. Well, it says directly, but then it also says by the shortest path. And the shortest path is blocked. So what do I do now? Yeah, There's no so, clarity in that. So There's one of the that. points was, yeah, what do I do if like two of the guys are, say, are next to a land run and they can't move at all? What do they do? Um, but for me, it was like, how do you move directly away from a unit that is an amorphous shape that could be wrapped around your unit? Do you... Do you then go, right, I pick the centre point? Do I pick the nearest model? I think we could all, generally, nine times out of ten, you could go, right, if there's a unit there and a unit there, directly away is clearly that. We all, like, that's obvious. But there's definitely going to be times when you're like, oh, do I do this or do I do, can I go that way to the left or more? Should I be down? And the reason it's relevant is these reactions feel like they're very much designed to move onto an objective or, you know, to gain the power of that objective or capture it or to move away into cover and you can game it because you can be like right well directly away actually gets me to cover and the other person goes I don't think that's directly away because your unit is curved around here or and actually by doing by running that you're moving closer to that guy even though you're technically moving directly away from the other nine guys or whatever it it doesn't feel neat and we're all going to play it properly we're not going to be dicks about it but it's just classic G-dubs and we talked about it, I talked about it to the guys on the day, it was like, GW has a culture in-house, it seems, of, oh look, it's fine. Like, oh, you're 24 and a half inches, of course your bolt could shoot, yeah, just have it. No, it's 24 inches. If you want it to be 24 and a half, do you know what you're right? Fucking 24 and a half on a bolt profile, ain't 24. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, yeah. And there's a culture of, of that. Like, what we used to call back in the day was like the bendy tape measure. When they go, and it's like six inches was suddenly eight. And 
and that's the, what G-dubs do in-house. So how can we expect them to write it tight? Because they're all going, oh, yeah, we understand that. And I actually posted up something today. I don't know if you guys are on this. And people are... I've already had a few people giving me laugh emojis and, like, what a twat. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Um, there's a group called Horus Heresy Tactics Tips and Tricks. Mm-hmm. Are you joined to that? Yeah. I think the news put something up in the Crusade Oof, and Heresy. That's going to be a new one. So I posted up today, and it was the... So we've been having these very odd... We're going a little off topic, but very odd, in my opinion... Um, Primark reviews. Have you been reading them? Like when we've had like the rules, the rules have been coming out for the legions. Yeah, Not yeah. all the rules, but like a snippet of what we're going to get. And I think that that's been great. But whoever's writing them is high, and is trying to be. I don't know if they're young and are cool, or if they're old trying to be young and cool. Because I'm too old to know what's cool. I just know this is fucking dumb, <laughs> and it just doesn't make sense to me. But Anyway, the rule that came out today was violence incarnate. So it was the world eaters. And it, so I posted up. Because it says, on any turn in which a unit with this special rule makes a successful charge, it gains plus one attack for the remainder of that turn, in addition to any other bonuses, even if that charge is considered disordered charge. Now I've said, on any turn in which a unit with this special rule makes a successful charge, it gains plus one attack for the remainder of that turn. The unit gains an attack. So I think it can be read as, say you've got 10 guys charging in, 10 attacks, and say they get plus one for charging normally, 20. You then get to add plus one to that for 21. Not plus one attack across the board. We all know that's how it's meant to be played, I think. So I just posted it up for a discussion. I have to say people were kind of cool about it. And there's one guy, I don't know him obviously, but some guy called Dan Palfrey, who I think posted up real good. He said, I think it's clear. I think it's a plus one attack, as in the characteristic with a capital A, not an extra attack to be rolling an extra dice. And I take that on board. I think he's right. So people did engage and discuss it. But I still think that's relevant because it felt like the most unclearly worded of all the rules so far. Because I actually think what they've been writing has been good. And they've you know, a few questions of you could say, oh, what happens with this and what happens with that, but they've covered it. But but this one was the first one that I thought was a little different to me. But I think I've got three likes and two laughs at the moment, which, which I'll take. Some of the comments on it, they're already taking it the right way. Yeah, everyone is. And that and that's great, because it, it, I think if I'd done that in a 40k group... Oh, God. Exactly. So I'm really happy that people have like, well, let's talk about it. Which is what I wanted, which is great. And on the day, I think that's what we were trying to do. And at first, there was resistance. And there's that really nice fella. James. Is that the big fella who works... Yeah, yeah James. Who worked at the shop and now says he doesn't work at the shop. What a lovely guy. He had a rule book. And he got out his rule book to let us have a cheeky... We weren't allowed to touch it. But we had a little look. Well, we, we could request rules. Request a rule look, yeah. And we requested to see... No, that was Adam, I think. No, it was, no, it was, it was both. Adam, no. we had a look. And James, let's have a look. And I had a, an absolutely delightful chat, just looking up his name, with, was it a guy called Edward? Oh, the chat you were on the Discord with. The Sorry. giant, no, he's the, no, 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 guy with a giant bit, Edward Charles Barfield, he was a staff member, bald fella, massive, like, American rock star beard. Yes, grey shirt. Yes, yeah. talked to him for ages, what a nice fella, we were talking to him about 
the new models and how they're really cool. And then we were talking to James about scale creep, and he went and got models out of the Forge World shop, and we oh, put them down. Yeah, yeah. And we had a, look. a picture of it. Yeah. So, I've, the for me, I've jumped to the highlight a bit too early, but the highlight of the day for me was the staff. Hmm. They were fantastic, and I'm not saying that as like a GW fanboy white knight. They genuinely made the day for me. Talking to was it Edward? Brilliant. Talking to James, brilliant. Talking to to Adam, fantastic. Just talking to those guys about the hobby and getting interested in the hobby, and talking about rules and talking about. I mean, mathed out plasmas on Spartans. And like it was just fun, like doing that, and I really missed it. So it was just so nice. So they were the highlight because, and that's not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a dick, but there wasn't anything else. You know, it was those guys or nothing. And for me, they rose to the occasion. All yeah. cosplay, unless you're scared of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... I didn't get... Like, well, I respect those guys for doing it. The craft <laughs> and the skill. But it's not my cup of tea, and I didn't care if they were there or not. Like I say, I felt sorry for them, because they didn't fit the event. The event wasn't big enough to warrant them bringing those big costumes down. But That was, that was obviously it. a PR stunt. I think they must have been invited. I know they were like the influencers that yeah. apparently you could go talk to. Why? Hi, person I've seen on YouTube. What do you, what knowledge do you have? Oh, none. Brilliant. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. I think um, they've been given a box to paint up. Yeah. So, Greg Dan was one of the. Um, I've heard his name, but I don't think I know him. Has he been at your Spartan Uh Yes, he came one. Right, uh, Imperial Truth Podcast. I've not. I've not listened. Um, so he's one of the original. Probably, it's one I can remember is the original uh, Heresy podcast. Right, cool. So he'd been given um, a box set and he'd been painted his and his was in the cabinet. What army? I can't remember now, off the uh, top of my head. So because I don't, cause that's the thing he was talking about it and he was saying actually, because life and had got in the way, he hadn't spent as much time as he'd like to. That's and a shame. And he pointed out, I can't remember it was now, but he pointed out, I was like, no, decent, you know, mm. it's good. But there's, obviously a lot of them were in the cabinets painted up in all the different legions mm. and there's some really good looking really good looking uh, armies in there well I th- for me the Space Wolf was delightful it was a different colour scheme than you usually see and it popped in that cabinet for me when I stood there that one popped far more than any of the others and I was like damn that that's good I think Space Wolves is underrepresented that's because the guy fucked the models up and we've talked openly about this on the on our podcast before about how some guy who shall remain nameless because we actually don't know his name was wandering around the studio like he was fucking Charlie Big Potatoes like you know Jez Goodwin's second coming or whatever and produced some really good models it turns out and then produced shit like the Space Wolves with like the Bolter that didn't work and this and that and it's like apparently this guy was like super arrogant and was like don't fucking tell me what to do, I'm brilliant, or whatever. And they didn't deal with him and didn't manage him and just let all this shit through. And I don't understand how you can have quality control and not spot those space wolves. True. It's hard to disagree. Yeah, I just, well, when you go to events, they're often underrepresented. Anyway. And I think it's, I think it's because the models were bad, honestly. I think if you, I, like... I also think the colour scheme is the way that they've been done in that original... Drab grey, which gray, obviously yeah. was originally how it was supposed to be until mm. that blue grey, white. Well, look, well, it depends what we. What do you say? Originally went to be less. Can't less. That blue grey. 
Blue Grey has been around since 90... Yeah. Whatever, when, 91, When think. someone just did it and it changed the colour scheme of... Space yeah, so Space Wolves Grey, original Space Wolves Grey, wasn't that blue, but it wasn't a drab. It was a very bright grey. The paint, and like Blood Angel Orange, you know, the colours are very different, they have changed. But then the fluff, they've gone that the... The space walls are like a dark grey, yeah, a drab grey, as you say. Which is a shame because I think they've got some of the best stories in there. Oh, unquestionably. In the I, books. Yeah, they're so good. And Russ is great. I was never a massive fan of his models, but I banged on about how I don't like the Primarchs and I think they should have switched to digital a while ago. Sanguinius was the one that broke me. I was like, how could you fuck that up? Um, I just think with the Primarchs, you're never going to be able to please. All the people all the time, yeah. yeah I, I agree. It, it, you know, when you've got... When you listen to books or read books and they describe them in slightly different ways, anyway. True. But we've got art. When you've got art, that is so good. And the the artists of 30k, 40k, all, well, all fantasy. Games Workshop artists, on point. So good. Like, that picture of um, Sanguinius standing there, holding the spear with the wings... F- unfurled behind him why have we not got that model and we've got I'm shooting while I'm falling in space model I don't get it I don't know I'm not I, I quite like the primer okay then yeah, that's fine I like it's, it's personal taste yeah I mean I think a lot of people mind about hair, flowing hair on the models and stuff. Yeah. And it's, but you've got to do something that gives I'm, a bit of motion and things like that. I like the way they look, but I'm just very disappointed that for the money you pay for a forger model that looks like that, the stuff they're churning out from plastic for Age of Sigmar is on another level. Yeah. And third party guys are doing it better. I honestly think they are with the Primark type figures. No, but it's not even like that they're not delivering things of a level that is comparable. Like... I honestly think some of the, the recent stuff that's come out of the Age of Sigmar, since they bought out what I referred to as the, um, that, the, they've gone, it looks like they've mixed up the SBG designers with Age of Sigmar, yeah. where that Keeper of Secrets that came out looked dark, rather than old fancy. Yeah. And since then, everything that's come out just always looked good. The Orcs that got re-released really looked gritty rather than cartoony mm. and since they've done all that it just all looks fantastic and is a fucking lot cheaper than buying an 80 quid Primark that's okay yeah well, I say okay they, they do look good but not for the 80 pounds I buy and I get one model like I, I, yeah, I don't I don't think they're up to scratch I just don't I don't think the posing's right I don't think that guy can do dynamism true everything everything that's look static that makes, everything that's static looks great Ugh, I just oh. Pertrabo looks amazing. Pertrabo probably probably the best Primark model in my opinion. Dawn looks good. Dawn's good. I quite like Kurz, but that's a grip. That's a great pose. Yeah. I thought I could. You know, I've got some that I like more than the others. Mm. I mean, but are they the ones that are static? I thought I quite like Corax. Oh my god, that honestly. I know, I know that's a, a lot of people don't like it, but I quite that's like the. Hands down, the worst one for me. God, nothing comes close to how shit that is for me in my mind. But. Magnus. Magnus is good. Like I don't know, I mean. It is just exactly personal. And also, I think if you've seen them, how well they've been painted. 
Yeah. So when you see sort of upset. Well, Andy Wardle's exactly. You see Magnus or his Khan that was in the cabinet. Yeah. The Khan did look. Like yeah, it's fucking sensational. But that that guy's special, you know. But <laughs> the what I would say is when I've seen people convert, say like Lehman Russ, the Lord of Winter and War. Wow. Well, let's see his model. Oh, he's running forward and leaning forward. So I don't see a lot of the model, and it's because they did it to be in that. Two pack type yeah. five, the diorama, but then you see people convert it where he's like far more upright and like the arms are sort of back of him and he's like, I'm coming for you, and you're like, Oh, damn, that's good. And I was just like, Oh, so that's a shame. Now I've got to convert it to do that. I, I prefer the dynamic poses to the static ones. I prefer dynamic poses. I don't think they've got it right though. I don't think Quirks looks dynamic. He looked. He looks fucking heavy. Like the the leg, like the positioning is all wrong. It's not how bodies work. I don't. Well, the way I see it is that it's a snapshot. It's a photograph of a movement, isn't it? So, sure. you know, it just happens to be that during that motion, his body is in that particular position. Okay, when you're taking photos of a supermodel, you don't take the one where one eye's blinking and she looks wonky donkey, and that's what they've done. <laughs> I'm, I don't know why I'm so sad about it. Let's move on. Cool. You're, yeah. You ask and you get, Si. That's all yeah. I'm going to say. But, yeah, so there isn't, like, I don't feel we learned a lot. We got this the bro- the brochures, so we got some rules, and we got, like, all the, like, the weapon skill chart was very different, and that's quite interesting. <coughs> the way that you could always hit someone now, whereas, you know, you tapped out, you topped out, and you, like, couldn't get them. And um, hitting people on twos now, like, is a thing, and that's quite interesting. Um, but the reaction system for me is absolutely. And they got isn't the weapons control chart? They've, gone, they've basically gone back to a very old, the very old edition where it was like doubles is this, halves is this. Well, it never used to be. That's more a modern thing, the doubling. Oh, but it used to be double plus one. Unless that was fantasy. I don't know. Might have been, might have been. But the reactions for me are where it's at. Like the idea of you. Moving, and then going. Hey, do you want to react to this? And like baiting it. And John came up with a good point that you were like, "Are we going to see the meta shift to multiple small units?" Yeah. So you're baiting those reactions of movement reactions, of return fire reaction, evade well, action. When they were saying when they were saying that it's only one reaction per unit in that phase, leans you towards having multiple small units. When the guy, I can't remember the fella's name. James, I think. I think it was James. I think he turned around and said, can't wait to see more big units of 20 Marines. And I said, what benefit do you have having 20 Marines that I don't have having two units of 10? Mm. Well, in this phase three leaked playlist. Oh, yeah. Base reaction allotment. Any player, unless a special rule rule or other effect specifies otherwise may make one reaction in each phase of their opponent's turn. Right. So at this time, we weren't sure if you were getting a, a pool, like command yeah. points or whatever, but yeah, one per phase. So essentially, I, I'd i like to think that potentially Horus, the Lion, Alpharius can do stuff where tactics... Well, we've, already, we've already seen extra stuff. Like, the World Eaters have one where they can charge you and fuck you. stop, you go, they'll go, okay, we'll come for you. Um... And yeah, I think Iron Hands have got 
a, like an extra reaction and we don't so I don't you know I'm not going to go through all those rules like if you're listening to this you've already read all that unless you're side um, but so I was waiting for us to read that, that flavour's coming and that's what I mean I always thought 30k had it and like the main reason I played 30k is the law like I've read the books I've been in this since they've been out I love my it my only reason to play 30k is if he gets a drop out of the Spartanx <laughs> otherwise I'll do the burgers <laughs> um, but adding this flavour and the reaction system so extra tactics extra decisions and that's what these games like 40k for me has lacked when we go and play skirmish games on that smaller scale you've got so many decisions and so many moving parts and I'm not trying to say that's what this achieves but the fact that we have extra choices and extra actions to take yeah, definitely really exciting the one thing you do have with Heresy as well that I did find like even playing the Spartanx people's turns take so fucking long that not having something to do other than roll my armor saves during their, their turn is fucking dull yeah so at least with it I've got that little mix up I can get involved with it absolutely like it just gives you that bit of you're, you're actually playing yeah because Heresy is a big long game aren't they because they're usually bigger points yeah, yeah they are but so if it's um, I think Will makes this point on the Princeton's podcast is if it's a three hour game for an hour and a half you're not doing anything. Doing fuck nothing. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things that inf- and I said this to them the other day, like Infinity, like you're always playing. That's their tagline. Because you're always ready to react. And I think this now, this level of engagement that it's going to engender is, I think it's When, when did you see special. that other one? So what is it? You you can react once per phase, phase in your opponent's turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So you can bait that out. But we we well no that that goes back to what I said before then bigger units sometimes might be better oh okay because your reaction defensively is more beneficial in a bigger unit in a defensive fire situation say or whatever but we rolled it where you came at me with like what was it ten guys against five guys oh love a five guys and uh, it weirdly worked out that I was killing more of your guys than you were killing of mine. Well, what I said to you was as well, when in Spartanx, there'd be so many times where you'd go, well, I'm not going to bother shooting that unit. Absolutely. Or, or, sorry, when we played Spartanx, everybody shot everything because everything could always wound and there was no retaliation. Absolutely. Now, you might have that unit of scouts that might only be in range of the Terminators and you've left them right until the last digs, but they haven't done their reaction. Those scouts, you're going to go, well, I'm not going to fucking shoot them because I'm not going to do any damage. Yeah. And they're just going to kill me. They're just going to return fire because they know they're not going to take any damage and they're going to do it. Exactly. There will be times where you'll go, well, I'm not going to shoot these because they're going to die. Like, you're going to choose not to use your army because you don't want them to react to it. Mm. If you bait out the reaction, then fine, you're going to get the flood of everything going across. But it's going to make some interesting decisions. I think it's going to be really interesting. And I definitely think you're going to, if you're holding an objective at the end, you are not going to choose to shoot because you're like, if I shoot now, I'm going to die. And I've only got two guys on the objective. You know what I mean? And it, you're just not. And I'm, I cannot wait to play this and learn how to do it wrong. Yeah, I mean, well, we all know what I'm like with rules. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to you teaching me, basically. I'm looking forward to teaching you, fella. Be good if you have a few people around. Get yeah. a few games going. Well, we've, that's the plan at the minute. Uh, yeah, we'll sort of hang out about when it's released. Because, so, what? Look, this is, what's the date today? The 23rd. 
It is the Word on the street is that the influencers were given May 26th as their embargo date. So come May 26th, a.k.a. Thursday, I have heard that that is when they can talk stuff. So I know that some fellow has already come out and said, hey, here's all the stuff, here's rules, reads, and all that. I'm, And I think the reason the other people haven't is because they're embargoed until the 26th. Maybe he missed that memo. Maybe. <laughs> we had that in Gilball a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. But as, we underst- as I understand it, the embargo's finishing on the 26th, so they can go, and here's the reveal. And I, th- I bet this weekend... They're going to do the, here's the box set, here's the stuff. Next week, you can pre-order it. Yeah, because aren't we, we're on, are we on 10, they've revealed 10 of the legions so far in Special Rules? Yeah, there's nothing today, was there? Yeah, I, um, World Eaters were today. Was it? I missed that one. Um, and I think they're going to be bonkers. They were already bonkers. If you set, you know, it's, they're that snowball thing. If you get that... Yeah, yeah, a charge going, that attack going. Jesus H, they're insane, and I think they're gonna. It's gonna be more of the same because they've got a good reaction and rolling all the attacks and oh, I don't want to be on the end of that charge. But the point is, when they're moving towards you, you're gonna be reaction firing. You know, it's. I cannot wait to see how this balances and how it's. And I'm, again, I'm. I'm not looking to game this or meta this. We'll, we'll come on to that, but. I just had a really nice time with you guys, is the honest truth, and I had a really nice time being at Warhammer World because it's special. A bit of excitement. A bit of excitement for Games Workshop stuff that we haven't had in a long time. Yeah. I've done pretty models, there's not been any drive to play AOS or 40k for me. Well, I've not done anything for 14 months prior to that. Wow. So I was hoping it would kickstart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. Excellent. And we should, forgive me for not mentioning Secret 30k Geek, uh, you took a squad of Dark Angels and entered them into the painting contest. Just a rando squad you had lying around. Mm-hmm. And you got a, a bronze pin. Well done. Yeah, that's quite chuffed with it. Yeah, man. And it's, so we should state that your Dark Angels are painted black, but it ain't old, you know, any old Chaos Liddles black. black. Yeah. This is the Fortnum and Mason's black. <laughs> so it's a recipe that you yourself devised and generated that I have tried to replicate and can't obviously do as well as you, obviously. Um, but it works and it's great. And you have had some main, we're not going to name names, but there's been some main people that may have <laughs> asked you specifically what those colours were and then have gone on YouTube channels and gone, oh yeah, I came up with this recipe. And it's like, fuck you, did. You are side. You've got fucking messages. Um... But it's a delightful black, so anyone should, who's interested in a really nice Dark Angels, but I mean, it could work for Raven Guard as well, but it just seems to really work beautifully on your Dark Angels because you've got that base green, I think. Um, well, there's red. red the red, yeah, exactly. It, there's so much going on. But check out Secret Geek 30K, sorry, Secret 30K Geek on Instagram for some absolutely beautiful Dark Angels. And you'll see, I mean, your bikes. Beautiful. That squad you did to be based on like old Dark Angel art. Beautiful. Thank you. And I know your like your body language is like, I fucking hate this because people are complimenting me and I don't know how to deal with it. But mate, you smashed it. So well done. Yeah. One of my highlights was still watching him collect the golden demon. 
I loved that. So that yeah, back he didn't in- know he won, and was just like, "What's that?" Wasn't it the same time you went after the very enthusiastic? Oh, the Japanese fella that um, Ken. Yeah, he's brilliant. Lovely guy. What a ball that was when fun. you won yours, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And that you went was... after him, and he had the most enthusiastic collection yeah, of like an award. Spinning and peace sign. Yeah, he Victory. gave us the proper picture moment, and then Sawa went. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for watching. Cheers. Yeah, done Yeah, thank you. Cheers. So you what you won a golden Dima with uh, 2019 Horace Heresy. That's going in your hood. Going in your hood. Heidegg's not going to help you. 2018. 2018. Jesus, was it that long ago? Mm-hmm. And um, you won with your Vorax. Yeah. Also available on your Instagram page. Um, yeah. So you did that, and I think that was great, and it's inspired me because I've had a I've had a dream ever since White Dwarf 138 June 1991 to get a model in White Dwarf. And, I've, you know, it feels like a very like far-off dream and I've not really tried or anything. But the way they do things now with like social media and this and that, Sai has inspired me because you've made me feel like... Anyone could do it. No, that's not what I mean at all. <laughs> you've made me feel like... Because you've been like encouraging, I'm saying. You went on a plane course. Anyone could do it. Fucking easy, innit? <laughs> and I'm a bit of paint on paper, isn't it? They did that, that. <laughs> done. Bish bash brush. <laughs> the name of my new painting channel. Um, but no, that's not what I mean, and you know it. <laughs> but my my goal <coughs> is to try and paint a model and get it from the Warhammer community into like the White Dwarf, and then it's like my shop. My I'm going to try and get a pin at Gold Demon. I'm not stupid enough to think I could get like a, a goal because I'm not. You haven't got it or you haven't. Or you uh, get lucky and choose the category everyone's forgot about. Yeah, genius. But my my I am gonna try and get a pin at a at a painting competition with G Dubs. That's my mission with a thirty K unit. I think it's achievable. The the only I mean that, obviously I got mine at the weekend though, which yeah. is a bit different because it was a smaller Yeah. No, we go play it down, that's fine. But the quality of stuff that was there, I mean Matt Murphy Kane's squad. Yeah. Of ultramarines and stuff, incredible. That wasn't. Was that the same? No, that wasn't that unit. That was no, that year, was it? No, no, no. But I'm saying the week. Just saying. Oh, it's a smaller event. Oh no. The same. quality some, of stuff that turned, like Andy Wardle rocks up with like. Oh my gosh. Mitch Graham is there with his stuff. Just yeah, it's the clientele that are there. Fine, it was a smaller weekend, but Jesus Christ, I'm gonna tell you, like when you walk yeah. through that hall and you're looking at the painting, you wouldn't have dared put an unpainted model out. Oh, it's that fellow that I really like his stuff. He's so thoughtful. Um, he does the jewels. Like at the night Ryan's smashing through the window. Is it Ryan. Ryan, yeah. Yeah, oh, Ryan. I love pen, his stuff. A pen as tail, I think, he's yeah, on Instagram. One. Love his stuff. Um, so the people there are, are top notch. And I'm hoping, so, you know, we're talking about 30k. I hope a weekender comes back. I don't know if they're incentivised to do it. I don't know. It's definitely not cost effective for them. It all depends on if they're, like. Depends on this release, doesn't it? Well, look, is it, like, think how much product goes out the door. Okay, we haven't mentioned that. We went to the shop. That was one of the highlights. We went to the shop. I spent money. I bought Alpha Legion, killed like the headhunter torso bits. I bought a Alpha Legion Contemptor with a claw and a plasma gun. Plasma lot stuff. I bought bits of... Pr- 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 I can never say it. Preview. 
Travian because I've got this idea of doing Alpha Legion robot force. So Pravian is like the boss in the Alpha Legion because it doesn't all have to be, you know, sneaky boys and whatever. They can be sneaky rubits. I'm entirely be sneaky and metallic blue. I'm not doing metallic. Which feels like the community are anti that, but I'm not doing metallic Just alpha legion. Do what you want. I've got a scheme, we've talked about it. I'm gonna test it probably on a Tartarus Terminator and see how it goes. When Barry says he's got a scheme, this means he will never settle on a scheme like his Iron Hands, and he will repaint that said army ten times. Is it eight times? I want to say I feel attacked, but it's hard to feel attacked with the truth. Um, facts hurt, man. Yeah, facts hurt. Nothing hurts on the truth. All I want to see from you is to pick it and then just stick it up. I will. I think, honestly, do, truthfully now, skirmish games have helped me. Because there's a smaller amount of models, the feeling you get when they're finished, I've enjoyed that. And I, I think part of the problem I've had is I've always wanted to be a better painter than I am. But I've come to that realisation that I'm not as good as I want to be and I'll never be as good as I want to be. And it's helped me to just go, okay, I'm just going to paint it. Like my ninjas for Bushido. I chose that scheme, I'd done it, and I finished every model in the faction I own, which is like 14 or something. Mm. And they're all done to that standard and they're all okay. They're not great, but they're fine. And I'm okay with it. The thing you need to remember as well is when you do look at the reason that I've never really painted mass armies when it comes to or tried to paint them like as into a level of being proud of. If you ever have any models that are the exact same, I just find it so tedious because if one doesn't look like the other, I get frustrated with myself. Okay. Which is why I, I like painting the Iron Circle. You've never actually seen them, the model itself. I've sent you pictures of it. But yeah. never seen it. I've got it. I'll show it to you later on. Like. I enjoy painting models where I haven't, I'm not then picking up another one and doing exactly the same. So part of the reason when I was going to get into 30k, the reason I was going to do Iron Warriors is because I was going to do the tank faction. One, because I was going off the tank course that we'd just been yeah. on and I really enjoyed it. And two, I really don't want to paint loads of Marines because I, I hate the idea of picking up one and going, oh, that one was good and then I can't get this one to look the same and that just, that'll piss me off. Well, that's what I think. I think paint, painting like a good looking army, mm. I think you just need to get your process down to what you're going to do and I think that's when we did the MK course or if you do the cult paint course now or modern medicine courses I know Matt's working with uh, Miles the Little Legend they're doing courses I love the Little Legend stuff so Miles' stuff is fucking so there's, there's loads I of like it. seriously high quality courses still going on like they'll just show you the process to follow and then once you know that process it just means that you can knock out the consistency every time and it's just Mm. It, I think the main so the main thing I think for an army is just light source just pick where you're going to put your light source from what colours are you going to use for your mid, mid layer your highlight and then your shadows as basic and then from that you can mess around with warmth contrast mm. textures to make it really like but it's standard. easier said than done because I, I, you've only, already I named, only understood about a fifth of that you've already named so much shit where I pick them one and went I'm going to go purple on this. Right, so what colour would you use in the recess? Purple. Purple. Right. Okay. One, of the, one of the washes I've got. Okay, so in the deepest corners, I'd get like a super thin down green 
and goes like right into that corner with a little tiny bit of green. You'll never be able to see it, but then it just adds that little extra thing. Yeah, the the mixing of the cut. So I definitely found this one specifically when I don't know if you I posted up a, year, a while while ago now, but I was airbrushing the blacksmith's shield from the guild ball model in a big shield, and it's some of the nicest airbrush work I've done because it had so many colours in it. Blues, greens, orange, yellow, greys, black. It and it all was just like so much going on. But it just looked natural, it looked reflected, and it was like, wow, I was so pleased with that shield. I could never quite get the model right, but um Yeah, it's and your like black scheme of using the reds and the blues, turquoises, greys to, to make it work. Just is incredible because it looks like it's reflecting all of these lights and it sounds really complicated but it's it's not you just go right I'm going to base it whatever pre-shade mm. whatever my first colour then I'll go into my shadows then I'll finish with my highlights and if you just follow the same process every time it's it's easy to get that consistency across it and that's kind of what I'm going to do in my Alpha Legion I think but I'm going to so I've had a lot of fun and I've done it on an, infi- on an Infinity Faction and now on the Ninjas with this kind of airbrushing 360 thing where when you get it right it looks a little bit like you've used shift paint when you completely haven't but you've just been very careful in the angles at which you've hit it and my intent is to do that with an Alpha Legion army because I feel I've got quite good at that process well not quite good at it but how about I say I'm pleased with the results of that process that I've managed to achieve and if I keep practicing, I think I'll get better at it, and I'll see what I can achieve with this Alpha Legion. Give it a pump. Yeah. So, but it's whether I think I'm going to do like a base of purple, and then work up from because the original, not original, but that Dan Abnett cover Legion Legion has a purple Alpha Legion guy with like green glyphs kind of thing, and then Matt Murphy Kane did his beautiful metallic turquoise. And it has ever been thus. But I'm ready to... I just want to do my own. Well, we said this on the... When we were away at the open weekend with us as well. Like, I like painting random shit. So I'll pick up a colour and go, I want to use this. Now, 30k is very, very low. I've not read a book, so I won't know what I'm painting. When you were saying certain things, like when you said about different mark of armour, I don't even know what it would be. So if I'm picking up something and I'm painting it, you know for a fact that they are. They will say that they won't judge it based on that. But I am telling you, there is Games Workshop points behind those pins. So if you're using the wrong type of thing, you know, for example, you know, people are going to be like, mm. yeah. But I think it's a bit less now with the release of Mark Six and saying that everyone has more access to Mark Six because originally there were people going, oh, only certain legions had access mm. to this, and blah blah blah. But now it's kind of like, just get on with it. Like it doesn't make a bond. That was bonkers. I I wasn't used to seeing that on a thirty k page when they released that. We're like, hey, everyone, you get Mark Six armor and you get Mark Six armor. People like, well, actually, uh, they didn't have that at that part of the siege because they said this book and that book. It's like, cool, I get it. But for someone like me, whose second ever purchase in Games Workshop was the Mark Six box back in nineteen whatever nineteen ninety one. Mark Six has forever has it's Be- always been yeah, my Beakies thing. were my first Marines when I was like ten or so. I, so it's like okay, we got Beakies back, and I get that they in the fluff. It's, there's bits, some bits of the Black Book. Alan Bly has written like 
oh, this Legion didn't get this or whatever and blah, blah, blah. So people are going, Iron Hand shouldn't have Mark VI. It's it's fine. Head swap. Don't even head swap. No, like... No, no, but I mean, if people are... If you, if you, you know, certain units or whatever, put some of the head swaps on from other bits and pieces. But I like mixing things up anyway. Yeah. Like... You know, I've used Sons of Horus helmets on well, the Dark Angels and mixed it in. I'm, my intent is to buy two of those boxes, and the, one of them is just out complete Alpha Legion. And I'm going to paint, I'm just going to try and paint them quite similar because of that whole Alpha Legion looking the same. And I bought a wadge of the same bare head, so they all kind of look a bit the same. Are you going to do what all bare heads are? Not all, but and I, certain units, like say like a special weapon unit, will all be bare head, or you know. I'm going to do my... I haven't actually bought them, truthfully, the Linnaean Terminators, because I can't decide if I like them or not. But if I get them, they're all going to be bare head. That's my intent. But, back to the weekend. Is there anything else to say, really? It was good. We bought toys. You bought toys. So I bought yeah, toys. Yeah, I, I, I'm terrible for that. I mean, I bought, I bought stuff and I don't even know if, it, if I could use it. Mm. <laughs> I, so, we had a good time because I was with you guys and the staff were good. And I felt a bit bad because I think Cy did a bit of mingling that we didn't do because he's he obviously knows a lot of those painting guys. Looks celeb. <laughs> he knows a lot of them. He knows those influencer guys. Um, so he was able to mingle with those people but it wasn't for me, I was I was just so sad that someone you, you got it wasn't a weekender, and all the people that you wanted to chat to weren't there. Yeah, I Check knew it. it. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to be weekender. I never thought it was, but I thought we would get more. a bit more. Yeah. Yes. The highlight for me was seeing all a lot of old Heresy boyfriends. Mm. That hadn't seen obviously for years. Mm. So not loads, but. Maybe about five or six, seven or eight different mm. people I haven't seen for ages who've been to my events or I've seen at painting courses or what have you. So it was just really nice to have a catch up. Yeah. Really nice. And I think that's what really got me. Yeah. Really got me excited to start going yeah. to events again, doing some events. I'm looking again. forward to going to an event. Like, if something pops up, like, if it, like specifically like a doubles, because I feel like I might need a handhold early doors. And doubles is just fun. Yeah. Some of the best events I've ever done was playing doubles events. So it's so up. much fun. So, like we said, we're intending to run a or, day or at the club. Or about Spartan Axe doubles, just saying. Well, Spartan Axe, <laughs> let's give him a moment. To, we've got to digest this, but we're going to run a day at the club of just, when it drops and we've got the dates, it'll be like, look, come down, we've got the bar, read the book, let's chat shit together. If you want to play, there's plenty of tables to play. It's not a formal event, it's just... Uh, an absolute heresy two social gathering. Yeah, a heresy two point chat shitathon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think so. That's our we we've talked about. It. I think we'll make that happen, um, and it could be very soon. I think this. I think, I think they're going to release it this weekend as a reveal, with the weekend after being, a, like you could order, and I bet it's on for like two weeks. They'll have to release it soon because if they leave it any longer, then all the hype will die down yeah. and people won't pick up stuff. So, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick up a box. Not that I need 
any more infantry because that's all I've pretty much got. Yeah, but I are, but are you going to go a new legion? Because your Dark Angels an Alpha Legion. Yeah. Sword my Salamanders. Yeah. Shame. I've got Allied Sword of Rocks. Yeah. Still got Mechanicum to pin. But I don't know if I can be bothered learning the rules of another legion and, you know. I don't know. I just kind of pick things that I want to pin. Absolutely. Which is why my army lists are always terrible and I get beat in every single game that I play. Yeah, let's put it down to that. And I'm also terrible at games. <laughs> and I've got a lot of ones. A lot of ones. An abnormal amount of ones. I remember playing 40k <laughs> against you and just what? Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm just going to put this Fire Warrior team into your uh, Terminator shoot you. Take them off. <laughs> Take off your joys. Two, two upsides. Take them off. Take it's off your joys. Yeah, it's a gift. But I, to be honest, I honestly. I know people say that I honestly don't care about winning or losing when I play. No, you are. I genuinely don't care. I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing. I, I just envy that I, from it's you. It's a bit fun. Yeah. yeah. And when I got the like the weekend events or, you know. Do you know what would be a fun doubles is you and me playing? I would get so frustrated with you. It would be hilarious. <laughs> Agreed. But I'm always like, a little bit charged and I go, I didn't make it. I'm like, God, he made it. <laughs> and then he just wipes my unit off the table and I'm like, that was fun though. Like, I don't care. Oh, now I'm, I actually I, wanted to jump across like no, this sofa and smack you upside the head then. Because what's, the, like, you know, you want to see, I want to see, like, he's just, let's, someone's pitted up like a really nice, you know, World Eater Butchers squad and it's the first time he's playing with them and he wants to see what he could, they could do in combat. Should have made the charge, shouldn't he? Yeah. Should have planned better. Yeah, I know, and they're coming up against my ill-equipped <laughs> <laughs> unit. But I was like, oh, go for it. Like, oh yeah, that's in. Like, I don't mind. You know, I'm not... I'm certainly not winning at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no shit, Trevor. Yeah, it's in. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'd like, I generally... Genuinely... Because most events... Well, in fact, nearly every event I've been to, I can count on maybe two people who I probably wouldn't sit and have a beer with yeah. afterwards. Do, do, everyone else has been absolute top pick. Mm. I don't know. You know the event that you're going to and you know how it's going to go. And the reason I say things like that is if you look back to the Guildhall days, I wouldn't have gone to a Guildhall event to stand across the table to have the fun chat with them because the way that the games were played was Where's to get blocks? that pyramid to come first. Yeah, That's what it was. That's what it was. Lord of the Rings event when I did the most recent one with Felix last year December time December November we turned up just to chat shit it was Lord of the Rings we took the Balrog and loads of fucking goblins we just went to have a laugh we won best sport and came second like top banner we just went to have a laugh and we did what you did there was um, a couple that were playing together and they hadn't really played that much so we were teaching them how to play the game while playing against us so like, oh, I'm going to shoot this you're like you don't want to shoot that this is if you do this, this, this. We were t- telling them how to beat us as we were going through it, but it was, it was a fun game. But you know how you're reading the room when you're going into it. Mm. Guildhall, just of that nature, was not that way. But and that's is, why I'm so excited for Heresy. But this is why I like Heresy. So the yeah. first event I went to was Tom Sargent's Call to Arms event in Eastbourne. Call to way Arms, back. first of its name. Just to yeah. give a little nod. Way back when, and I think I played Tom first game in his Imperial Fist. And I'm getting rules wrong, as per left, right, and centre. But, you know, absolute gent. And 
You know, he, he, I, I just, you know, I start every game with, I'm going to get things wrong. Call me out on it. I'm not trying to cheat. Just, I don't know to, just tell me I can't you do You got that. to a point, though, when you were, like, shit hot. At the end of seventh there, you were shit hot. Yeah, with his own in, stuff. I remember there was yeah. at one point where you knew your shit at the back of your hand. And then the one downfall you had was you believed everything anyone said to you. Because I remember 40k, someone played you, and you came back and was like, oh, do they do this? And I was like, it's not what they do. You've got to take people at first value, haven't you? Well, yeah, or call yeah. them a cunt and say no. Or, like, that's the th- when we, again, you go back to the competitive nature of the game, if you're going to compete, you know it all. Gilbert, there was not a team that you'd come up against where someone would say, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, and I go, no, you fucking know, that's how it works. Well, but with heresy and Lord of the Rings, and someone says so, I'm like, yeah, probably are. You just take four? Fuck it, go for it. Yeah. You need fours? I don't care. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing if I can exist in that world. <laughs> I can, as long as I know what I'm doing before I go. If I know that I want to be competitive and I know I want to try and play for the win, then it's a different scenario you're going in your mind. Mm. I can't see me ever going to a 30k event and actually giving a shit about a result. Spartanax, I played with your army and was there just to have a laugh. I can't remember, was it Jason that I played? Yeah, Jason. He's just the guy. Yeah, yeah. Me and him had a right blast of the game. I don't know what the fuck happened in that game because I don't know what I was doing. I was just rolling dice. Mm. I was enjoying it, just rolling dice. And I, and I must say, on to that point, I know it's early doors. I mean, I'm not like putting pressure on you and stuff, but... But we are. When you do a Spartan Axe, I would really like to assist you further. I mean, I've only ever really assisted you in like graphics and certificates and, and that sort of thing, but I've got some ideas I want to run past you that I'm not... I'm going to put on the old podcast because, quite frankly, they're gold. Uh, they're for your eyes only. Um, just, I think I've just been inspired more from listening to, say, like Tom and Will and, and Giles, to be honest. I've really been excited by them, um, excited by this new edition and the reactions. And I want to push that narrative. And the way that initiative works now, and it's relevant in terms of your movement and initiative checks and things. I want to chuck initiative checks in for this objective and da 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 da. So it's like having this. Well, I'm going to say so. I like the idea of like almost making it very infinity esque, where if you can, you've got a missile silo and you've got to hold it. But if you do the butt press the button, things happen. But a tech marine will give you a plus one initiative. You know that sort of tie that in, and I think building the narrative into the game becomes far more fun and it's what I've always what I love about Infinity the way the missions work and you need this person to do that and this to do that but being able to put that into 30k it doesn't feel much of a stretch no I agree, I agree on it. no and I mean it's been well documented in many of the podcasts but when you go to 30k events there's a big push a lot of, they talk about being narrative driven mm. But I find the bigger the event, the less narrative. Oh, okay. Is. And the reason for that is because it's just hard to manage however many nerds to do, you know. Oh, massive and complete. Yeah. You know, so it gets to certain events where you kind of just got four or five games or whatever it is, mm. and that's absolutely fine. Like, uh, but I mean, for mine, it's not the they're not the most narrative in terms of the storyline. But I try and do little yeah. quirky things per table, per mission, things but like that. I've got some ideas I want to run past. Like, I really want to dive into this with you, genuinely. I've got some ideas I want to run past you. Cool. 
to push this narrative because you've kind of got this world, you've got these planets that you're using. So let's see what we can do with that and let's push it. Push it real good. Mm. So have on the way in the car on the way back, we all made a hobby pledge. Baz set up his new Instagram. Bish bash brush. <laughs> which it's fantastic it's brilliant after several not so good ones I can't remember what the other ones were <laughs> that person added me back and asked if I knew who they were do you remember in the car we had another great name I can't remember who it was oh you it was but an, I was like was I'm adding it it was an old lady wasn't it no Optimus Primer that was it and it was a girl doing makeup <laughs> and I'd accidentally I was like Fo- I'll follow it that's right I was like I'll follow it, it. She, she's back she was like do I know you I was like no, but you won't believe the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I can't remember what the pledge was, but I've done that. But I've got, I'm on this job till July, uh, July the first. I'm gonna a buy a car, buy a computer, and hardcore, you know the score, painting channel stuff. And it isn't from a hey, like, because I'm not great. But I think there's a merit in that. I think there's like, hey, people who aren't great, let's just do it. Cool. I said I'd buy an airbrush, and I haven't done it yet. Well, we, did we say we were going to paint something within a month? We did, but that would require me to have an airbrush. Well, you could airbrush it. Well, I'd definitely. Paint. I would have painted. I'm hopefully this Sunday. I should have some time. I'm gonna paint. And Alpha Legion, I think a Tartarus Terminator. Have you? Is that test model? Yeah. Have you got other? Is that going to be part of your unit? Uh, but I don't know because until the rules drop, I don't really know what I want. But it's not in my theme, like in, like in my Pravian robot type vibe. I don't know if that's in. Um, I like Tartarus. I I, I do, but. I'd rather I want to practice on a Tartarus and then nail it on a Linnaean always practice on the ugly one side I mean it's one side I don't know why practice on the ugly ones we were letting it settle right fine I liked it Um, I I like the cataphractor I like there's not a bad look they're all nice have you not got any just basic plastic just random stuff just to practice different things on before you put it on the actual model because no, what happens really. Barry is you end up repainting that same model I think I'm going to nail it first time a thousand times <laughs> nailed it nailed it and it ends up looking like an ogre with that many layers of paint <laughs> well no I'm happy to I'm happy to do it in a Tartarus and see how it goes um, and we'll see and then yeah we'll, we'll see and I, I've got a bit so I opened up my the Kalth box Betrayal of Kalth I opened yesterday so I've had that since the day it came out and I opened it yesterday um, took out the Tartarus. Are you going to do anything with the Contemptor? Yes. The the Domitar is going to stand on it. Mm. Potentially. Although you did bring up a lovely idea about the fence today. I think... Yeah. I don't like that Contemptor. No. But I think... I just think the whole standing on a Dreadnought thing. He's too big, too bulky. I think the Dominar, Domitar can handle it. If you take the legs off, like he's got the wires hanging out or yeah. whatever. That's the intent. Well, you could have him 
instead of having a, a dead marine in his claw, you could have him ripping out wires from its chest on the ground. Yeah. Green stuff's and wires. I think out. then we're getting onto base size issues. But we'll see. That contemptor, I don't know. And no one's going to buy it now, because why would you buy that piece of shit when the new plastic one that looks baller is coming out? Hmm. You'd be surprised. Potentially, yeah. There's people that want to do contemptor forces. But I can't see me using, me using that plastic contemptor I think in the are, old box. I think dreads are going to be a thing. Yeah. Massively, but I don't know that model. And I'm a model guy first and foremost. Before like win at all costs before oh this model performs well for anything I'm a model guy first and I'll have a great model that doesn't perform well in the game before anything else yeah 100% yeah I mean that's why my army's so <laughs> I don't know Again. like you're Isn't infiltrating it? you're fucking infiltrating what were they the, the rapiers with the sunder cannon bullshit Shatter shells. Yeah, shatter shells. Hi, I've infiltrated all these cannons. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, all the templates in the world. Oh, half your army's gone. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Take off your toys. I only knew about them because I got absolutely punched in the dick at an event by them and I thought, right. I'm having some of that. I got tabled. I took two knights and an Alpha Legion army and got, and got tabled. Pretty yeah. much most games. So. Good effort, well done. Yeah. Good. Good. But did you enjoy it? Oh, no. There you yeah. go. Um. So How do you play the games, but I've got, I can't remember where I've put my. Um, so that's the Patriotic Calf. Can't remember where I. No, no. I op- I didn't open Patriotic Calf. I opened Prospero Burns. All right, so the Tartarus in there. I opened the Prospero Burns. I got to find my Patriotic Calf. I'm not 100 percent sure where it is. Pretty sure it's in the garage. For some reason I remember putting it in a box. Right. Okay. Because jo- John helped me out. And helped me tidy all, tidy it all up a bit, so you can get in there. So I'll go get that, and then I'm going to use the Mark... I think some of the Mark IVs I might have as... Yeah, definitely. Love the Mark IVs. Yeah, but I think I'm going to test... Because you get so many, I can go... Ten of you can be Iron Hands. Ten of you can be Night Lords. Ten of you can be Alpha Legion. And I don't have this, like... Armour Mark snobbery. I'm absolutely cool. Like, I want cool toys. And having a mix, I really enjoy. I probably won't... Truthfully, I probably won't mix in a squad... Because I think to paint as a squad. So it'll be a squad of Mark 5s, a squad of Mark 4s. I don't think I'm going to mix and match armour marks in a squad. Like I did. Y- yes. But that's fine. It's not wrong. I'm no, just no, saying I'm I just, think I'm doing but it. But I think if you did that for like a specialist unit. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah. But this is sort of basic pitch, guys. I mean, my own hands, I've got so many of the Immortals. I really want to do an Immortal army. Incestus Assault Rams. That's like the dream with those. But they have to get the sisters back in stock. Hmm. Do you reckon we'll get plastic everything? No. Great question. I'd love plastic dread claws. Because I've just put two together. Right. I can imagine. So the weird thing is, just by the direction they're going, I can see them doing like the small to middle ish tank things plastic. Plastic. Well, we know the Sakaran's gone plastic. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I reckon that, that, that sort of scale, you might get away with plastic, but I just anything. Well, so someone posted up, I can't remember if it's there yesterday, about um, all the Legion Dreadnought bodies being in stock. None of the arms are. Hmm. So they're obviously switching the arms to plastic in the way they have with the Contemptor in the pack. 
So we'll probably get a box of, hey, here's your Contemptor arms. Buy your chosen... Which is good, because the Contemptor weapons were very hit and miss. Yeah. In terms of quality. Yeah, agree. Um, so yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Again, I've always been a Dreadnought guy. I love them. Um, weirdly, don't see myself doing an army, but I think they've... Re- looking at the playtest rules, they've removed some of the restrictions that you had to have on that Dreadnought force. Like you had to have your Forgerons, you had to have your Primus Medicaid, and I don't think you have to have those anymore. So, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what I... What else I, bought. I sort of, like, I'm going Alpha Legion as my new Legion. That box is going to be Alpha Legion. Um, and just to, to clarify why I'm doing that, as we've always said on this podcast in relation to many games, it's the law. So they released that Alpharius book. I can't remember the... the I'm going to have to look up the artist's name. Because um, I tweeted him and went, Mate, you've made me buy an army. Um, what, the author or the... The author. So the Alpharius novel, I think he's fantastic. So... so Quite frankly, uh, Mike Brooks is his name. Mike Brooks. Alpharis, head of the Hydra. The Primark series is hit and miss, man. So I've been an Iron Hands guy since 3rd edition. 4th edition, whatever. Um, I mean, they've been hard done by in the heresy, I think, in terms of models and in terms of fluff and in terms of... But do you think that's because when they wrote the initial three books... Yeah, Primarchs weren't characters. Yeah, they were back. We've talked about this. Yeah, we talked about this. Well, no, they were they were in there. But do you think that they were like they didn't think it was then going to become like the mega series that it Quite was? Possibly. So they glossed over a lot of the. When a Primark was in those early books, you maybe got a line, and it was like, "Oh my god, a Primark!" It was so special to have a Primark in a book. It was magical. Uh, reading it, I was like, "Wow, this is great!" And then we suddenly they became fully fledged characters, which they weren't in the early books. By the time that happened and we were getting full-on paragraphs of Pybrach speaking rather than a line or a look that our heroes reacted to, Ferris was dead. So he missed out on it. And the Iron Hand books have been shit like Damnation of Pythos. I think he's generally considered by 95% of the community as the single worst heresy novel. It is awful. Could have been any Space Marine Battles book, didn't have to be Iron Hands, didn't do anything for the heresy doesn't advance the plot, does fuck all. You don't even know their iron hands, it's pointless. Um, and the, the Ferris Manus novel, he's barely fucking in it. What's the point? A Forest novel comes out, changes the game. I mean, yes, I think it's written beautifully, but just like the notion of the story and Alpharius in the set of Primarchs and his story inspired me to, to do Alphalese. Job done by the author. Absolutely job done by Mike Brooks. Well done. I've never got the Alpha Legion because they're always like, because they're so secret. You're like, you don't know anything. I don't don't care about them. It doesn't mean anything to me. Now it does. Well, I picked them because I like the colour scheme. Of course you did. Perfect. Nothing wrong with that. Um, But however, I think Legion is probably my favourite. It's a great, great one. The Heresy book. Definitely. I've reread that one more than the others, truthfully. It's probably that one and the two thousand suns. Prospero ones, ones. yeah. yeah. Dan um, Dan Abda again. Yeah, and the World Eaters one. I forget it's the Betrayer, is it? Aaron Dembski Bowden did the Betrayer, yeah, I think. That was good. 
But the, the law matters. The, the fluff matters. It, it's why I'm playing this game. It's, it's why I still want to be in... Why I want to be a G-Dub fanboy. Even when I haven't really played a G-Dub game for a while and I've been out doing other games with other systems, I've always been reading the books. I buy a cheeky white dwarf every now and then and go, I don't know why I fucking bought this. Yeah, I'm but I still do. I stopped buying it when it was more adverts than content. It's been... Like, we joke, like, not being funny... But people say that, like, oh, in my day. No, go and actually look what it was like in your day. It's the fucking same. Yeah, but at least you had, like, how to build a homemade tree and stick it on yeah, like, oh, like, a box it's of Frosties true. and a bit of PVA glue and some it was, you know, unicorn yeah, hair. At the, at the risk of being our white granddad, it was better back then. But <laughs> it was. It just was. Because um, I, mean, I, I, when I was, like, I know, 10 or whatever, I used to buy my dwarf. I had a couple of lead... Chaos Terminators, some Space Wolves, painted them horribly, got the second edition box for Christmas with the cardboard dreadnought, yep. all that, painted the Orcs terribly, and then that was it. Perfect. I never did anything, but I did keep up buying the Red Dwarf. Uh, the Red, Dwarf, Red Dwarf. Um, I'm just reading the Scroll battle thing. Every time it was like fantasy, I'd be like, oh, suck that off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm interested in that. But, but So, just, I mean... I've not read any of the books, but yeah, happy days. But what are we? So I think read the first three. Yeah, I, I, think, I haven't read a. I, I haven't read a listen book. to what, the audio. I was about then. to say, size a big advocate of the audio book, and I've got a lot of the CDs, but I don't actually have the Horus Heresy novels. I've got like the novellas that they've done on CDs and stuff. But you can get them all Audible. Yeah, on Audible. Um, I mean, I'm looking for the next big thing in my hobby career I don't I don't think it's 30k I hate to say that because I'm going full in on it to clarify but it's not the next big thing at the minute sadly there's not a big thing at the moment correct there isn't like I I'm I'm still really into Bushido but like Dan's out you have bought him but we haven't got you going I'm still in the fucking back from salute (laughs) Matt's he's like into it and we've got to play it but we haven't got a drop. There's not a driving force like we had with Guild Ball. And I want 30k to be it. It's the event scene. Yes. That's where it's at. Because and, and I need in. You're meeting up with all the heresy boyfriends that you just get to know. Like, yeah, that to me is, you know, been the most positive experience out of all the. You know, getting involved with all the modelling and nerding and what have you, it was going to meet up with people and mm, of course. chatting with people over yeah. time. You know, every event we've been to, I've bumped into someone that I've played at an event or seen an event, and I've always stopped to chat. Yeah, you say that as well. But one of the main reasons I, I still go to the ninth age events. I don't have a ninth age army anymore. I've been every year. We always try and go to two. Try and always go to Cardiff and always try and go to Bristol. The events are that good that you borrow an army and you go back because Cardiff used to back in back in heyday was 128 man every time sold out and even if you didn't get a ticket to play in the event you'd still go along because you have the night out that went with it and you'd have all the fun and everything else and I miss that from ninth age because since the since Covid happened it really is just to like, scuppered it royally. yeah and people are reticent to come back it feels not necessarily from a Covid point of view but it's almost like people got out of the habit yeah, yeah. That's how it feels to me. But like the club, with like the COVID restrictions are off at the club, 
people haven't got back in the swing. I haven't been up to the club since pre-COVID anyway. Yeah. I've I've been I've been down but um I when I'm working I just can't Yeah, same. I shouldn't really be doing this, but Same. <laughs> I've done a bit of D and D but yeah, it's not scratching the same itch anymore. No, but I thoroughly enjoyed Bushido and I loved the models. I think the trip up to Warhammer World, though, definitely fueled it because it was the prep for the week, getting ready to go. And then... Mm. It's, the journey, it's the journey for us as well, not just the, not just the event. Not just the it's going out and having it's having the curry, it's having, it, having a laugh. You know, it's, it's all... Of course, it is what it is. But... I just want in. But the... The barrier, the gatekeeper. I am my own gatekeeper to this right now. Because I need to get an army fucking painted. I was going to say, we can't go to a 30k doubles barrier until you have two armies that we can use. And I can't and I can't remember, this is going <laughs> to sound awful, but I can't remember what state I left my iron hands in. And I've got a horrible feeling that it wasn't a good one. Do you mean painted or in the box? Painted. In the, they're protected, but in terms of... What did the last thing I did to them? Colour shift? Some of them got a bit of colour shift. Only a light, because I'm not going full, full bore on it. Again, just enough to get us to the doubles event. And we'll do the rest there. I'm going to try and be better at accepting my own paint. Like, what it is, what it is. That's what I've got to try and do. It's just, you know, sometimes when you get so close, and you're like, oh, and then you fuck it up, and you're like, oh, I'll do this, oh, fuck it. You know, and it just gets worse and worse and worse. That's, that's why I think you should when before you go out decide on what you're mm. going to do and Agreed. and then just keep to it you but, like to change halfway through every model but because pick. I lose confidence in it and in me what I would say is like it sounds weird because I don't think of it as a long time ago but I went and downloaded because I couldn't find the photos of my iron hands from the, when I first started painting them so I went to the Bell of Lost Souls forum which I haven't been on to in time, man. And I'd started doing that hobby thread on that. Um, I and, doing that, yeah. Yeah, and downloaded all of my um, pictures from that. Um, I'm just looking up now to see what year it was uh, that I started that. Because... It was a long time ago, right? Yes, it was. It was. I. Two thousand fifteen. Weirdly, I'm. I can mm. only find the one where they put me put me on the page, put me on the front page. You know, because you know reason. Um, but like I'm looking at them, and I just feel that it wouldn't have taken much, to get them to a good place. You know. And I feel that I didn't have faith in it and. Yeah, just started fiddling around where I was like, no, you were actually okay, Baz. It was okay. And I think that's come with a bit of, I don't know, I'm a better painter than I was then because why wouldn't I be in the sense of... You've painted more, therefore. I've painted more, yeah. I've, I've tried harder, I've painted more. I've definitely got better then. So it was first posted up 10 years ago. Uh, the 6th of March 2012 is when I started that Iron Hands thread on Bell of Lost Souls so I think I'm better now than I was then 
I think if I go back to these guys or start a new set, but using the same techniques, but I'm better with an airbrush, I've learned more techniques. So when I'm doing the black, my charcoal metallic blacks, take a leaf out of size, fantastic book, by adding in just a few little colours, which is functionally what Matt Murphy Kane was doing mm -hmm. when he invented that scheme. But I'm you know, do it a little differently and try and introduce a bit more silver into it and dry brushing. Not sorry, not dry brushing, but like blending in the silvers and I just think they're gonna look nicer. But I look at them now and they look better to me now than they did when I looked at them ten years ago. And I think that's because But I think that all the difference would be is the execution of it. But I'm hoping like like we said, we we had a little chat now. I don't think it was necessarily as focused or rules focused or whatever is it certainly wasn't focused. No. But maybe next time it could be. I like that this is like the first foray into the... Getting the out into the world. I bet you only might still get more downloads than anything we've ever put out. Put your name in it. Fucking done. So... Post up with a 30k. We're definitely going to talk about more 30k because like you alluded to earlier, John, right now, while I'm having fun playing at certain games, um, there's nothing that's grabbed us by the cojones and is dragging us around. Um, and I'm hoping that will be 30k. So we'll start talking more about 30k. Well, I just think whatever you get into, whatever game system, if you go to events yeah. and you enjoy those events, then that will be the hook for it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know. Yeah. Until until there is another game where the events are as good as the ones that we've been to in the past, and that at the moment there isn't an a, there isn't a game that's out there where the tabletop events are as good as my ninth age events. For me, hmm. 40k Fair. never 40k never pulled up to it. But I've been more, well, Lord of the Rings actually, I've been doing all those events. And Lord of the Rings doubles is what I'll go to, and I'm playing a Lord of the Rings team event coming up soon. And I'm just going for the social. This one is a four-man team event. Me, Felix, Gareth, and some rando from America that's coming over. That's our team of four. We're just going to have a laugh and have some beers. Mm. Didn't realise we signed up to basically like the ETC Team Championships warm-up. But we're getting, so it's fine. Yeah. Love it. Should get pissed in round six, isn't it? Well, sorry, will you join us again when we get the box set out to talk, talk heresy? Mad nerdy shit. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Let's break away from him, isn't it? For a minute. You know, I could have... It's a well, you know, I've had a nice little treat. I've had some Nando. chicken wings. Yeah, chicken wings. Yeah. Chicken Nando's. Little chicken Nando's. Uh, well, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, have, having you here and I look forward to more podcasts with Sai indeed cheers friends. Um I think we should wrap it up there with a cheeky please do a roll better <laughs> <laughs>